like you ever felt. Are you listening? Watch that the box was still around because they used to play that video. People used to right. request that video on the right. box. All and the guess time. what? So the fact that the box was still around further lets you know it was not on the album with her and Fabulous collaborating. So I'm trying to think like what was the because around that video? time Fabulous was coming up and Fabulous was collaborating with everybody because then he turned around and collaborated with Tamia. Mm, yeah, that was the well, next album. Technically, that was his song, but it was her her beat. Uh, no, it's not. It's, it was always her, her song. It's her song, but he rap he rapped on it. She just sung the hook, right? Because she originally wasn't who was on the song with him. Right. It was somebody. It was Ashanti, right? But then, but murder, but murder Inc. wouldn't let Ashanti do the video, so that's when he went and got Tamia. That's good. Since it was the original <laughs> song, and she can sing, and that's what people said, and that's what Fabulous said. He was like, you know, we should have got well, her shit, in the first you ain't place. Heard him. <laughs> But anyway, welcome to No Shit Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue, regardless of who you're talking to. We talk about everything from pop culture, social media, Bad. relationships, and everything in between. <laughs> you know, it's that loud-ass medulla. And this is Old Testament Petty, OTP. <laughs> and I am Lance 2.0. Uh, girlfriend, put your mind on life. Oh, that's on Netflix now. Are you like a comment on hip hop? It sure came yes. on Friday on Netflix. Are you serious? And people been watching it I'm all serious. weekend. That's a horrible ass movie. A horrible movie. And we was all horrible. Into it. But it was something. <laughs> you know you really, 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 really want to be with me. So. Yeah, that, that was hot. That was hot. My that favorite was. part was when her and Wyclef, when she was getting her, her he said, uh. <laughs> That's a mess. Why was, 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 was. And still is. Still is. Move. Her hair was horrible I like her hair. She was actually kind of pretty. She was, I mean, she's a pretty girl naturally. She, no matter what she do. Who we talking about? Beyonce. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. Making sure. My bad. My bad. So we're going to start out with a little bit of foreplay. So, name the funniest three pickup lines you've ever heard someone use on someone else. Well, I got a few of my own, so I just plug my own. You so fine, you blow my mind. <laughs> it was still That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. Is your feet hurting? Because you've just been running through my mind all day. Awful. Um, Why all of them sound like something off of Martin that Jerome would say to somebody? Oh, and I got another one. Is you rushing? Because I'm Why? rushing to get you home to take all your clothes off. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty horrible. <laughs> that's pretty horrible. <sighs> All right. That's enough, Madu. That's enough. <laughs> Lance, please tell me you got something funnier than that. Uh I I don't I don't think I've heard any funny lines though. I think the one you must have fell from heaven because you look like an angel. Oh my God. <laughs> that's horrible. That is horrible. Um oh. I'm trying to think. I think okay, so I've heard somebody say, Oh, I go have a sex change to be with you. And I was just like And that was funny. Well, it wasn't to me. She said he said it to a woman. I was like, Okay. You scared her away. <laughs> that you would actually think about them. Um oh, I remember this girl in high school told me she was like, You so fine, I drink your bath water. I drink your bath water. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Is that before or after you was playing basketball? It is so funny. I just was like, speaking of that, <laughs> so you know they're coming out with a new show about mothers and daughters being um, a little too close. Did y'all see the preview for it or whatever? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, and one of the ladies, she was like, I mean, if the bathwater is still warm, we share each other bathwater. That is some nasty shit for two women to share. Bathwater? Yeah, especially adults. Now, you little kids, you know, you get a little pass. But adults, uh-uh, you got too many fluids and too many things that have been up in there over the years. That's just awful. So, like, when one get out and the water's still warm, she, said she if just still warm, warm, she gonna she hop get, in there. She hops in it. That's just cheap as fuck and nasty as fuck. That is so nasty. Cause I'm pretty sure that water ain't clear when somebody else get out and they dead skin and dead and and particles and fecal matter and all that kind of shit floating in the water. It's just nasty. (laughs) (laughs) That is nasty. Uh, Let's see. Funniest thing I've ever heard somebody say is like, "Oh, your titties so big." What did they say? You don't know. I don't know either. I'm trying to think. That was a bad one. I don't know. You so big, you can't even fit through the dough. You so dumb, you went to hell school. <laughs> oh, so what? It, oh, somebody said it to me one time, but it's fine. So that's why you went to hell school? No. Oh. Okay. I mean, yeah, maybe not, because I got a license. What you got? What are they going to say to you on your application? What you going to put in your application? Degrees. Mm. I ain't talking about you. I'm just talking about oh, the other side. Oh, I was saint. like, well, oh. I mean, that's my answer. Uh-uh. I got Sex degrees. educator. I got degrees too. Who is gonna be in your class? <laughs> this fool talking about I'm an educator. I teach sex ed. I said, and who are your students? And he talking about I got a student. Wait a minute. Uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> who was send? What parent was sending their child to that class? Ooh. Um. Okay. So let me ask you. This. So name three things you hate for people to ask you when they're trying to date you. Um. Why are you single? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't mind that one because I have a, I say, do you have time? (laughs) 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 So, you know, you get, why are you single? Oh, you know, you too cute to be single. Oh, what's wrong with you? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody uh, took you off the market. Why gotta be something wrong with me? Why ain't wrong with everybody else? Right. (laughs) Um, Oh, here's my favorite. So can we Netflix and chill? Hell no, you can't come to my motherfucking house. I don't know you. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Because people nobody, are crazy. Nobody asked me that. Um, mine says, when can I see well, you? Well, they should be asking you now. Yeah, mine says, when can I see you? When can I see you again? <laughs> <laughs> Send me a picture. Oh. oh. <laughs> are we talking about selfies? No. Oh, it's uh, about sexting. Oh, okay. And when did that become a thing? What? Sexting? Like, that's how you want to get to know somebody? Like, when you start texting, you want to say, oh, send me a picture. Of what? My feet? What you doing? I just got out of the shower. Send me a picture. Like, what What, what the fuck? I mean. I think it's kind of nice. You know, so it's just a, an innocent way of flirting, you know? So, so, so do you um, actually expect to get a picture of me, of someone getting out of the shower, if you say, oh, send me a picture? Or is no. that just flirt, flirtatious I, talk? Well, to me, it's, it's soft flirting. I don't expect it. But if you send it, you know, hey, <laughs> just make sure it's the right angle, you know? 
Because angles are very important. They yes, save lives. It does. And makes things appear larger in the frame than they actually are. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. We got receipts. <laughs> but we're not going to call the saints out tonight. You got your three? Um, I'm just trying to get my stuff to come up. I don't. I really don't know. I need the producers to somebody to help me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you drive a nice car. What you do for a living? Work. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think I have an issue with that too. They just say, "What What do you do for a living?" It's, it's, I, I, I feel I like get to know me first. Don't ask me about my my stuff because. But then again, too, I probably would ask that as well because, Yo, of course, I if mean, you tell me what you do for a living, that's going to tell me a lot about you as well. I don't. Yeah, I don't mind the question. It's when you assume that, you know, like if you see, like if like I said, if you see my car or you see I have on a nice watch or something, you just mm-hmm. assuming that I'm just because it makes me think that now you're. You're trying to That's go all the, you're, yeah, into. You're, you're into. Yeah, <laughs> right. So you're gonna Google me what my net worth is right. as well. Yeah, I, I mean I get what you're saying, but I, yeah. I think people definitely do that for for certain reasons. Mm-hmm. I think they do it for certain reasons in my mind. Like I said, mm-hmm. I, it, it puts you in a certain category. It puts you right. in whether you um, are you compatible with me mm-hmm. uh, or are you looking for something that's possibly compatible with, compatible with you because if you wear fossil watches and stuff, you know, they can be expensive. So I'm just like, well, maybe you like these all these fossil well, I watches. I thought you were going to read people who have fossil watches. <laughs> no, oh, oh, no, 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 because I got, I got, I I got, got two myself. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, but but some people may just say, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy like, you that. You, know, you may have read? to get some Aldo instead of some fossil, you know what I'm saying? So they may yeah. actually put you in category by that. So, so I think, you read Aldo now? No, I'm, just, I'm not reading <laughs> nobody. I'm just I saying, a, but Aldo is a hell of a lot cheaper than fossil. Sure is. Can I get a witness? And all their watches are the same price. And Thank you. <laughs> and they come on a roll, don't And they, they? don't waver. <laughs> they <come laughs> ain't no sales. They come on a roll, don't they? <laughs> I think so. Well, I, I, I don't think. I don't but, think so. But, um, but, you know, yeah. It was one. I can't think. Damn, I had it in my, um, wow, what I was thinking about with the question I hate. Uh, oh, what church you go to? Oh. <laughs> you want like people to ask you that? No, because I feel like when they want to know what church you go to, they try to say, oh, where did I see you last? Or who you know there? And all that type of stuff like that. You be trying to dig too deep. They might be a church whoremonger. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what are you looking for? Oh, right. Looking for Jesus. It, ch- it changes every day. <laughs> they don't change every day. The people I look for then may change, but what I look right. for don't change. I'm Why would consistent. I tell you what I'm looking for and then you try and be everything, be all of that? Because you can only keep it up for so long anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, I hate that. Yeah, the average person can only pretend for for sixty days. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna even give them ninety. No, three month period. No, no, because day because day sixty one and sixty five, you'd be like, oh, well, you ain't do that when we first met. Yeah, I did. No, you did. not remember, especially a Pisces. You know, y'all. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pisces, we stick to our true selves. Y'all moody. Y'all moody as f af. <laughs> we are moving. So we're going to move on to words of wisdom. Lance, what's your words of wisdom this week? <laughs> no, I don't even have any words of wisdom for y'all this week. Oh, maybe I do. Yes, this is for ladies. Once you sign on to be a mother, that's the only shift they offer. What shift is it? Is it it's a full time, 24-7. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, everybody don't believe that. <laughs> I know mm. a few. Yeah. Deliver the baby. Two weeks later, looking for a babysitter. Because mm-hmm. I need to go out of town. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It's a 24-7 job. I'm trying. First <laughs> off. Okay. 
So when it comes to that, how you get mad that don't nobody want to babysit your damn child? I don't think people get mad. I oh, think yes? Some, I think sometimes they just suspect. Or, or whatever. I'll just be like, okay. Yeah. Because, like, I look like my, um, like, I know people with kids, and they be like, oh, you know, uh, my house is dog-proof, not child-proof. Can't come here. Can't come here. Uh-uh. Nope. Yeah. I'm not picking up shit. I'm not moving shit. I'm not saying, ah, ah, no, stop. Nope, I'm not. I'm going to be back in an hour. Uh, I don't give a damn. (laughs) I don't give a damn. I don't change diapers. Honey, I got stuck like that before. I'll be back in an hour and come back to Sunday. Only you. Mm. Only (laughs) you. Because I I went to their doorstep and dropped the baby. Hey, (laughs) pick them up. Yeah. Well, of course, mine is for the women as well. I love you guys so much. Happy Mother's Day. Belated Mother's Day. It's almost approaching Father's Day, but however, this is in relation to the Father's Day. Well, you know, mothers can celebrate on Father's Day, too. But that's the topic for it's, another it's, day. It's, exactly, but that's the topic for another day. But I just want to let this put this thing out there somewhere as wisdom. Bullshit. Sus, if he didn't take care of baby number two, baby number three, or baby number four, if you have baby number five, it's a high possibility he's not going to take care of yours. Okay, so oh. be careful when you're dipping in and doing it. That's all I got to say. Mm. I mean, be mindful where you fall in line. Huh? I said they have to be mindful where they fall in line. Or be yeah. mindful I mean, what but falls I mean, into you. Uh, but once you find out, I mean, t- to mm-hmm. me, in, in, in my opinion, if I were dating somebody, I already got three kids, I'm just not going to be involved because I just feel like you always have ties to the baby daddies and most majority, majority of the time, the first baby dad or baby mama that you have, excuse me, but first baby dad that you have. True. Is you know really like your number one. That's who you really was in love with. So you always gonna have like ties to them and stuff. And I'll be having sex and stuff while I'm gone. I just mm, I and just, see, I don't think so because I, I think, think you know so. it could. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it that's could, just me yeah. and my crazy cuckoo mind. That's I feel true. that way. You always have ties to the first person, just like somebody mm-hmm. in a relationship. The first one is usually a mistake. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you, you, you know what? <laughs> right. So the se- the second one, the say we'll say the second. Right. One. So I mean, I feel even like with certain people, and we talked about this before. I believe people that have been in a relationship for so many years, like if you've been in a relationship for eight years, it's gonna be kind of hard for me to come in in and kind of sweep you off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, not everybody, but you know, it's. I mean, I just feel like it'll be a little hard. You know, I would but really I mean, have to be. But if you Jones. was at eight years of shit, they would appreciate somebody who bring them. But I Something mean, some, but some of them because they still just kind of have ties. But, but if you've been in oh, eight we got years a dog shit, together, you we just got a not, child together. You're usually not used to nobody being treating you good, so you don't even know how to handle a person who is treating you. Right, and they have to pay. They pay, yes. have to pay for everything mm-hmm. that you've been through. Yeah, and that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. bag lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine is gonna probably be towards like dating or getting to know people. So my thing is like, if you can't find the the good and the happiness and the ugliness. You don't deserve to find anything in the beauty either. Mm, so true. if you can't take somebody's words, you don't deserve their best. Oh, wow. Mm. You want me while I'm tired? You want me while I'm fine? Huh? Huh? <laughs> if you weren't with me catching the bus. head wrapped up, honey. You don't want it when it's flowing in the wind. No, if you can't, if you while I was catching the bus, you can't come with me when I get a car. Hello. Mm. Hell, you, you can't, can't borrow my car. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't get a ride. You can't ride me when I got no AC. When I get my Bentley, don't get in there. <laughs> right. Okay. If you couldn't come to my house when I was staying with two roommates, don't come when I got a chateau. Uh-huh. By myself. Hello. But you know, that's like one of the things, like when it comes to like some celebrities, and you know, a lot of them do cheat, but like athletes and stuff, and you know, you see something. 
<laughs> you better say these athletes <laughs> and these rappers. <laughs> He's about, you know, Tristan. But, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, athletes and rappers. And I you see, no but name. you see a lot of girls who like be like, like J. Cole, for example. Like, women are like, that's his wife. But that woman has probably been with him through the bad and the good. Right. right. And you just trying to get with him because he's J. Cole now. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know what? Mm-hmm. If nothing else, I mean, it's I support the people who have been with the people who've been with them through the struggle. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I was there with you, making sure you ate when you was a starving actor or a starving comedian or a starving anything. Kevin Hart. You know, when you wasn't funny, helping you write jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and still ain't funny. No right. matter what. <laughs> you know what? You know what I mean? So I mean, the fact that people hold down the people who've been with them through the struggle. You know, you can appreciate that. Like, people like LL Cool J, who has been married to his wife since forever. Right. You know what I mean? And regardless of his claim to fame and his rise to stardom and everything, he's held true to, that's the wife. Yeah. Ice Cube. Before he was the Ice Cube, when he was just, whatever his real name But the police. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. She was there, you know. I was gonna put out to put Snoop there too, cause Snoop was with his, you know, and they sit together, yeah, and everything. You know what I mean, and you and like I said, these guys probably did they dirt, you know, yeah. but and they knew where home was. They, and still doing it, right? <laughs> Let's just put it. out. I'm just playing. I'm just. I playing. might put that out there because I don't know. Yeah, I ain't gonna put that one out there allegedly. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't take no lawsuits. Hmm. Next, what's popping in these streets? Other than Jay Z. Being the first hip hop billionaire. Congrats, ho. Where you at, ho? Can I get a hand clap? Dynasty. The dynasty. I'm going to be throwing my, ro- my rock signs. I all have week. been throwing my I rock signs. Throwing it up. You know why? Yeah, because you know, people were at, like, they were like asking, like, what is your favorite Jay Z album or song? When did you become a Jay? Like, I'm a big Jay Z fan, but I think I became a really big Jay Z fan during Hard Not Life Volume 2. Mm. That's when I really, you know, I love Reasonable Doubt, but. Hard Not Life Volume Two, I think, took him to elevated him to hip hop royalty. Well, we talked about this before, and I, mm-hmm. I definitely think the Blueprints did. Um, mm-hmm. it, it took it to another level. And of mm-hmm. course, when he did the Blackout album, when he started really selling out places yeah. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that was also, yeah, yeah. But that's big. I mean, he has so many things. Rock Nation, he does. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what what other ventures does he have. I mean, Rock Nation is like the main thing because he. Represent well, I remember so he, many had, he had Rock Aware way back when. But he, he owns the team, right? Still owns the team. Oh, oh yeah. Um, which is a very big. Yeah. In Brooklyn. Um, and he has 4040 Club still, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Barclay. Barclay. Um, and do they, do he, is he still a part of um, the stream? Um, title. Title. Yeah, he still has title. No, but yeah. I, granted, it's not all his, but still. Right. You know, but I mean, he has, streams of income. he has multiple streams just coming and in. Wifey is. Hot on his trail, I'm certain. Exactly. I'm certain. But she's definitely making business moves that, let me start owning some stuff. Right. right. You know, instead of, you know, just collecting checks. Collecting the, the huge payout up front. Yeah, let me set it up where I can really mm-hmm. make some money, you know, through streaming. Because mm-hmm. anything her name is attached to, it's going to sell. But Absolutely. all the people who tell my dang fans, guess what? Bitches is still playing homecoming like it's the first time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's like, I mean, he gave you the game on the 444 album where he told you, this is how you, what you need to be doing. You know, you need to be blind the blocks and 
you know, investing in artwork and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. turning that two million to twenty million, just like that. So Keisha Kayla. Right. Ooh. Good businesswoman. Yeah, yeah. Your man give you how much did she take? She, she he gave her twenty thousand. $25,000? He gave her a little, and she turned it into much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she built an empire. Right, absolutely. And waited for that man. Right. Once he got out Came of prison. Camera Easter race smiling <laughs> and all. Absolutely. She, that's a good one. He got. He did get a good one with that. You know, they was like, maybe she get, maybe she made um, some spaghetti for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, when you, no. go, when you go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> to me. When you go to prison <laughs> and you ain't got nothing else when you get out, you you know you you kind of gotta stick with what you. What but you no, on. not that kind of spaghetti. Hey, that he, is nasty. He hooked. <laughs> mm. I never once seen nobody put no period blood in that damn. Ooh. Uh, We're not talking about period blood. We're just talking about the period. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly, <laughs> Robert. I think they really finna get Robert. Um, <laughs> he has not a thing. eleven. Additional charges. And he already had how many? He had more than 11, right? No, yeah. he has 11 additional. additional. Oh, additional. I they think added. Had, <laughs> I think he had 27. Let's check it out. Yeah. And um, I think one is like sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other? He might not see the light of day. Hold no somebody captive and stuff like that. Oh, uh, um, imprisonment. Imprisonment. Yes. <laughs> uh, <not laughs> imprisonment. Oh yeah. I mean I don't yeah, he I think he's pretty much So the thing about it is be floating down the river. I know this is gonna sound really, really whatever, but that's fine. You know how when rappers go to jail or go to prison or whatever and they get out, they have all this music to release? Could you imagine if R. Kelly gets an opportunity to release music after he do his time? Yeah, I really think that he's gonna put something out um before. Cause I mean technically he could just remix your body's calling me from mm-hmm. prison. Mm-hmm. Um, just remix a lot of his songs that he already has, and just I think they'll be received a lot differently this time around. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about it is, like, he's super talented. He's very yeah. But you can't now, take that away from. But him. now his life's decisions are going to completely overshadow what his talent is. Your legacy right. is completely gone. Yeah, gone. And he's lost a crap load worth of money because he did not own his masters. So, I mean, it's just like, I mean. You know, R. Kelly, and R. Kelly is one of those artists who has never, I don't think he's ever been honored. No. I can think. Uh, he's been referenced, but I don't think he's ever been like. Like an honor where people will get up and sing his songs. I yeah. don't think, I can't think of a time R. Kelly has ever been honored. I don't think and so. And I, I mean, think he, it might be because people just knew, like you said, people knew behind the scenes and it was just like. Yeah, we still rocking with him, but we not gonna rock with him like that. But he did get awards. He got whatever. awards. He got but, awards, um, but he, you didn't see nobody do tributes. tributes. He never no, got a tribute. No tributes, and he never did any type of acceptance speeches. But he had to read. Ooh, that was a read. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but I, I think they could be him his lines through his earpiece. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with it. But and, and on top of them knowing what's going on up under the surface. Ooh, that's me. So yeah, under the surface. Under the surface. Well, that, he's definitely Grammy Grammy winner. Um, yeah. yeah. By his own now. original music, also by also what he's produced, Produce what he's written, written for people, people. You know, because think about it. If everybody truly, truly, truly wanted to mute R. Kelly, then you would have to mute all of his um, contributions to music itself. 
but so I mean, a but, lot of people y'all wouldn't hear no more. But I think that's one of the reasons why people are able to mute him because a lot of the masters and stuff he don't own. So he, I mean, so technically, just say if he wrote something for Miley Cyrus, which I'm sure he did, uh, we talked about that, worked something for Miley Cyrus or Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears, you would have to take all of that off the radio. And I'm sure there are people just like, uh, uh-uh, we ain't having that. Because you got Lady Gaga. Yeah. Christina and you know Aguilera, she ain't going nowhere. Britney yeah. Spears. Oh, yeah, yeah. So It depends, because like Lady Gaga said, she would, Celine you know, Dion. she definitely was not going. And I think she did remove the song she did with him. Off she did. Of, she of, did. Off, yeah, she did remove her song. I mean, she got type of power. Song. You know, Celine Dion yeah. got type of power, she too. She do that. <laughs> So and not feel it, and 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 not mm-hmm. feel it, and and they will. But B two K, churn, yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, the wearable art gala, everybody looked really nice. Was this weekend? Um, really and that's put on by Miss Tina Knowles, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lawson, Lawson. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, the guy. A lot of the guys had on. Uh, their, I tried to say that's a married woman. Yeah. All the guys. A lot of the guys had on the. Um, you know, we call it Welcome to Wakanda, but it was Afrocentric attire. It was really, really nice. Everybody was really classic. The ladies were absolutely stunning. Um, of course, the twins were there. Um, yeah. Kylie and Chloe. Chloe mm-hmm. and Haley. Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, Kardashians. <laughs> <Woo-woo>. <laughs> Haley and uh, Chloe were there. Um, of course, uh, Lawson's husband was there. Um, that was Beyonce and B. Um, yeah. Kelly looked amazing. Yeah, she really did look. But yes. that's, it's, it's yeah, Kelly. Kelly looked amazing. Um, uh, Mama Tina looked like uh, Maleficent. I will not. <laughs> she like Maleficent. <laughs> she kind of did, and you know, you know, Aloysius is always she's like a salamander. She was really starting to look a little weird to me. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, I, love, I love I love you, Mama Tina, but you know, I follow her. I follow her because she does corny joke time, and it just be like sometimes those angles, and she be right in the sun. I'd be like, ooh, you're scaring me. Back, back the hell <laughs> nope. up. <laughs> not doing. Love that. you, Mama Tina. I do. I do. How, how uh, did you get an invite to that? The thing about it is everybody. I think everybody Masika may, was there. Huh? Masika was there. Everybody might not know. Beyonce, but I really think everybody knows. Or you know, to me, she's a friend to everybody. Just is. like, just like yeah. Kelly. she really, really is. Because uh-huh. she, she, she's really close with a lot of the uh, lady actresses, and she does a lot of those workshops for a lot of women. She empowers mm-hmm. women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, she is Beyonce's mom, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, and I think she probably would. She's not the kind of person to want to discount. make it like yeah, well, discount yeah. and make discount. it be like oh, y'all got to pay thirty thousand. A ticket just to get in here. No. Yeah. And then, you know, she's really close with Diddy too. Because, you know, she she heads on his uh, Halloween party as well, which is very, very big. But she's always kind of promoting it and stuff like that as well. So, but Beyonce definitely played homage to her um, <laughs> she, new character. She, she's she's, she's so, gonna milk that. She's gonna milk that, huh? And mm-hmm. she actually wore that inside. So it's like, basically, can you just imagine sitting there and then you know your, this train all on your shoulder, girl? Boo that shit. <laughs> but it's, but it's but, wearable art. But That's, the thing what was so I didn't notice about Kelly that outfit really because it. I did oh, notice really that turned. you know because of course she had the lion. On the cover, right on but the when she laid on the ground on the steps, she had a picture where she was on the steps laying on the ground, and it looked like she was a lion crawling. The uh, the way the face came up. So oh, I yeah. missed that. I'm mm-hmm. putting it up now. Did y'all see uh, Marcy Martin, the girl from Black from Blackish, the little girl? Yes, yes she, was, she I looks. Really cute. She was really cute. She's Ooh, intelligent. I'm to think she's so intelligent. Were there. She's smart, cute. I don't think so, but um, I think she's cute. But she looked really nice. She I want to talk really about nice. that one. Though. What's the difference between cute and beautiful? Uh, everybody ain't everybody. Yeah, because everybody everybody's not beautiful, but some people are just cute. Cute like, is you know, for I puppies. Think, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> cute is for puppies and, and babies. 
and babies too. But you know, I always be saying, you know, oh my God, Ke- Chloe is so cute. Like cute. she's cute. She be cute. Cute. Cute, yeah, and, cute um, as a bunny. Cute, cute is like adorable. Yeah, cute is like adorable because you could be ugly and be sexy. Yes, and yes. I feel like you can some be people, u- it's ugly, but you got sex mm-hmm. appeal. But I could, I feel you can be ugly and be cute as well. Mm, I feel like, can be like if you cute. just like really put together, you be like, uh-huh. oh my god, you just a cute. You know what? It, so it, 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 it could be you. Uh, you got just enough ugly, but still can be cute. You know, you got just okay, enough okay. ugly. Well, we ain't gonna talk about today. That's, that's one beauty in the, the mess. I didn't even see her, so uh, you know, she showed up with, to the Met Gala with chicken in her purse. I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm just un, uninterested in her. I'm now. sorry because Thank I would have asked her for a piece of that chicken. And yeah. Lena Wade, <laughs> I'm always gonna stand with Lena Wade. I like Lena, so that's just gonna be. She's it. going through a lot too. Yeah, the twins is really, um, really on it. Um, <gasps> yeah, Bianca Lawson, she looked really cute. Yeah, that's uh, from um, yeah, that's the Greenleaf. Green yes, yeah, twin. I mean, um, that's her stepsister, Queen, Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar. Queen I mean, Sugar. Thank you. Yeah, Queen Sugar. Yeah. Um, Tyler Perry looked like he was auditioning for Black Panther too. Yeah, all the guys had on. I mean, I liked the theme for the guys. It was really nice. Uh, Maxwell was dressed. Yeah, and he performed. He sounded really, really good. Angela Rye looked really good from the neck up. I don't like the snake dress or the alligator dress, whatever it is. Yep. Um. Really, Michelle turned it too. Michelle did. And she's been kind of turning it lately on her Instagram. I'm, I'm here for it. Yes. Uh. Um. Okay. So this goes to show that you can have all the money in the world and still can't dress. Steve Harvey to this day still cannot dress. Oh, no, no. He's Steve, really Steve, country. Steve Harvey turning them suits now. Okay, what y'all say? He be turning them suits. I, don't I like yeah, his I'm a suit. I'm a suit lover. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Like, he, one time uh-uh. he had this burgundy suit on and he turned it. it was, Why are them pants so big? Still. Not back in the day they were. No, no, no. Today, if you look at what he wore, they're a little bit more fitted now. No, they're not. It's not. They're they're wide legged pants. Um, now his wife Marjorie can normally not do no wrong. I'm not a big fan of what she wore, but I still like. Marjorie. They still together because I heard they was about to get a divorce. Well, they still together because they show up together this weekend. Okay, so they made an appearance. All right, fine um, by me. Yeah, they did the video too. <laughs> Holly <laughs> Robinson <laughs> Pete gave y'all like she was gonna be in the Lion King too as well. Who's this light skinned girl with the red on? It's half know. red. Huh? Who is that? I can't recognize her. This looks like Angela Rye. Is that what that is? Yeah, with the snake thing on. I was talking about the. She had on like a burger there. Oh. Yeah. yeah Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Love you. Mm-hmm. Love you, Angela. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I like Mario's shirt. That was really it. Yeah, that was um, Robin nice. Gibbons. You know, get a pass because it's black. <laughs> See, bias. Robin Gibbons. Oh, okay. Yeah, she looked nice. Um, that's what I'm saying. It was, it was, it was a great. Um, I would not have guessed that that was Layla Hathaway. Now, one thing I can say for those, le- ooh, her and um, um, MC Light, when they get dressed, they be dressed. <laughs> um, they 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 do really turn it. They can they get they the only ones to me that can really give um. You know more uh, tomboyish looks and can really turn it and do some feminine stuff. 
Alicia Keys used to do a j- good job back like that back in the day as well. She's the only girl who I, I know could pimp in Six Inch Heels. I always said, oh, I remember Dub Bane used to say that back in the days. Alicia Keys had the baddest walk in the game. Yeah, she always had the baddest walk. Her and Prince, to me, always have the, they have the baddest walk. Prince? Yeah, yeah Prince. And because I, they, they both walk the in heels. Walk. <laughs> they both walk in them heels. I can't. And you know, back when she came out, the boots were very, very popular. So, you know, they would be very, very pointed toward the thing, but boots. the heels. And braids, yeah, boots and braids, and and she would really and her pimp ass, in it. and yeah, right, she used to pimp, yeah. and her ass looked amazing when she walked. Vanessa Williams looks good. She yeah, does. So she's like in her fifties now, isn't she? Yeah, and she looks good. So now the that's, expectation that's Vanessa soulful, L. Right? Williams. Yes. Okay. So now yeah, the expectation Vanessa. is anybody named Vanessa Williams need to keep it together. Yes, and that's my girl. Uh, Cookie look good, somewhat. Taraji, no. Um, the um, Magic Johnson, Johnson wife. wife. Oh, Cookie. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Demetra look good too, and her pink um, her cotton candy look. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, so it was just amazing, amazing, amazing that you know a lot, like you said, like it was kind of open to anybody. Yeah, it's definitely you know reality TV stars was there. Eric Benet took his new wife. Vanessa Bell Calloway was there. I didn't like what she had on. Drea was there too. Well, you know, any, <laughs> any reason for her to get up and geesh. And I think it's tough to celebrate African Americans. So, right. Leela right. Rashawn. Did y'all see Leela? Yeah, no. I just passed by the picture. I just, I mean, she looked good, but you know, she what? <laughs> she what? She looked pretty decent. Pig in a blanket, or just pig? Pig. No. But I mean, she get a pass for me. Come I'm, I'm a I used to think her and uh, Robin Givens were the same person. Hell no, nah. I did actually. I could see that. Hell no, nah. I actually could see that. They do favor. Nah. They do favor. Very, very. Lily Rashawn look, and Robin Givens do favor. But I you know, my dad that. used to say Lily Rashawn was the better looking one. I thought it was Robin Givens. No, I thought Lily Rashawn. I thought Lily Rashawn was Lilla the better looking one. She was the better looking woman, whatever. I thought. I don't think. But I thought both of them were equally as attractive. Only thing about it is Robin Givens had the the biggest head for that little ass body I've ever seen. And she used to always have a long weave. She had that big right. hair. She, she looked, had big she hair. Looked older she, big she looked older she back then. She looked older back then than she did hair now. Too. And she had a big head. <laughs> she looked older back then than she did now. I think she looked back then. It might have been swollen from Mike Tyson. They even dusted oh, the. Oh, 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 you <laughs> shaded. See, and everybody think <laughs> that Lance ain't shaded. Lance ain't petty. <laughs> he is. I'm not. They dusted the MC Hammer off for um for the gala. Go Hammer. <laughs> Don't hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> just, just continue. continue. Okay, continue. okay. Continue. So, next thing we know, abortions have been abortion bans have been flying across the nation. They have, and it's unfortunate. Like, I think Alabama did uh, an abortion ban um, after six weeks. It's illegal. Mississippi, I think, has followed. Louisiana and Missouri have Say all their bands. Missouri. Missouri. Yes, Missouri. <laughs> Is that Missouri? That's <laughs> 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 all right. Continue. Report. Georgia. Georgia. And Georgia. Georgia. I, didn't, you, I, guess I didn't realize how many film studios film in Georgia. Absolutely. But I've got Atlanta, Atlanta and, of course, and, and Savannah. Tyler, Tyler and Savannah. The, Tyler Perry is one of the biggest ones. But a lot of them to. have taken but, their but business you know, out. Uh, was it? Is it Netflix? 
Netflix said, okay, we're going to pull out. Well, they haven't yet. They're considering. Right, they're considering. And Disney and is too. If they pull out, that is countless jobs. Mm-hmm. That's That state is going to suffer significantly financially. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is not just film crews, that's custodians, that's security, that's that's anybody who works that works at a studio in that state. Like that is that is huge. That and it's fu- it's funny because it's like this is one of those situations where it's like, okay, so the people are truly going to show y'all that we run this. Yeah. So if y'all don't want to lose all this money into y- in, in y'all state, y'all gonna make the right decision. And the thing I, I don't understand how people can, you know, whether you're for abortion, pro life, or, or pro choice, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's your right to tell someone else what they can do with their body. Because yes, there are some who make careless choices and they just want to fix the mistake. But there are some. How do you tell someone who was molested? How do you tell someone who was raped that okay, you got to keep the baby? You know what I mean? Like, how do you yeah. make that decision versus, you know, but I think they're looking at it like, well, what about the baby? Okay, but you don't know, but do you think that allowing someone to have a baby, making someone have a baby that they don't want is going to put that child in the best place, environment? Right. You know, because now you, the the state could potentially be responsible for taking care of them. That's right. true, and they're not gonna want that because they're trying to cut a lot of state funding. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, what 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 is the logic that that makes you think that it's okay for you to tell someone what to do with their body? Right, and I, I and I, I am I, I do consider myself pro life, but like you said, in those circumstances, I don't think you, anyone should be forced to. In case of rape, molest, molestation, but that's or the thing you can't you can't things. pick and choose. It's right. either gonna be all or nothing. Yeah, and I my do. and at the end of the day is if. This girl is out here getting her life, and she done had 19 abortions. Baby, she going to see all them babies at the gate. That's why I told time. y'all, playing BPLs, right. girl. You see what I'm saying? Right. So if that's what we believe, you know, then let her deal with that on the back end. Either you're going to pay on the front end or the back end. Either way, what you say, they right. going to pay. Right. So mm-hmm. it's I not. I feel like it should be their, yes. their, cho- their choice. I mean, mm-hmm. it should be their choice. You don't never know the circumstances. You know, it's just like, it's just like basically forcing people to get married. It's just like everybody just. You know, I mean, I understand it's a little different, but, you know. Forcing someone to have a child that they don't want. Or yeah. watch this. Mm-hmm. You know. Being you forced into a marriage like the people overseas. Or you get pregnant and then after tests you feel you realize that the baby's going to have a deformity or the baby's going to have some. Um, birth defect. Some birth defect or mental, um, you know, issues or whatever. And you decide, okay, I don't want that responsibility or I don't want my child to live through that. Now you're telling me I can't make that choice? Right. Mm. Or, I mean, just even you may not be financially stable to deal with that. Right. But that's that's another whole responsibility. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like I used to work with a lady and her her one of her daughters, her oldest daughter, has, you know, some challenges like she will have to be taken care of for the rest of her life. And her parents are kind of old. They went through issues trying to find someone to agree that if something happened to them, they would take her, they would take responsibility for her. Wow. Her family was like. I don't want that kind of responsibility. I don't want that stress. And their blood. Right. Because mm-hmm. everybody's not built for it, number one. Because I ain't built for it. Yeah. I'll admit, I, I would not be the one to take on that responsibility. Yeah, I don't think I'm built for it. Mm. 
So to force mm. somebody in the That's why I, I just wish Obama was in office. Obama just made everything just kind of all right. <laughs> you know, he, he he just he did. Now some stuff it kind of went against the grain, and you know he lost a lot of the, the the church saints and loved ones. But my thing is, I really loved him because he was thinking about everybody. He and wasn't that was just the issue. Of, the, the saints and the love and the the, the, the saints the saints and the ain'ts and stuff like that. They was like, oh well, you know, you're supposed to be doing this and this. Okay, but he's not just y'all president. Yeah, he he did it for everybody. It, right. it was like right. you know, like even with the whole things with the gay marriages and stuff. He said, well, you know what, mm-hmm. y'all got y'all houses and y'all lands. Let let these gays have some stuff. Right. You know, and then he was saying, you know, okay, well these girls they've been humping and pumping and stuff. And my thing is, just because you cut co- you covered it up back in the day, I in my mind I feel right. like he was saying this. He said, just because you covered it up, you know, you came up with a little sister. No, that was your baby. It, we ain't doing that no more. Let them girls, uh, uh, let let them share and go. I mean, it sound real nasty and harsh, but mm-hmm. I'm let just saying everybody not ready to be having no baby. So right. then, then of course, when the baby get here, then you talking about older oh, grandparents raising them. Okay, well she wasn't equipped from the first place, right? Right. You know, so I mean, he, he just made everything all right. I just miss him. He, he, he just did. Yeah, you know, of course, you know he lost. Like I said, he lost a lot of the saints and the loved ones or whatever because you know they was all about him because he was black in the beginning. Color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know because you know they was ignorant. You know, black and, people follow anything. But you and know, I think the thing is, I think um, you know, like I've did some studies on you know, you did some studies. Yeah, you know, I always, you know, I'm all into politics like that. Go but, ahead and be into politics. <laughs> uh, That's why I get my job. I'm always <laughs> into politics, but you know, I've done some studies. You know, like, and you know, one of the biggest discussions is. 60% of abortions are had by white women. And we all know that they're saying, you know, in, what, 20 years? Like, I think it's like 2045, 2040, something around there. Minorities will be no longer that minority. Mm-hmm. Will be the majority. Right. The, I'm sorry, the majority mm-hmm. at oh, that majority. time. <laughs> majority. <laughs> majority. Not yours, but my Majority. Majority, yes. uh-huh. <laughs> But, yeah, so they're saying that. So they're saying, you know, the reason why these white men are doing this is to preserve these white women having babies and to keep the white population up. Mm-hmm. That's still dumb. That's still dumb mm-hmm. as fuck. It's not really because that's what, I mean, that's their plan. That's, I mean, when you think about it, but if these women aren't prepared, yeah, I mean, they're banking on that these white babies are going to be successful. <laughs> they're banking on that and how foolish <laughs> right is that they're banking think. on that kind of stuff and it's like you know as long as they're in control and power they mm-hmm. can keep minorities down yeah so that's, that's you have to look at it there's it's, it's it's more to it than just saying oh i'm pro-life but <laughs> it's more to it but there's it sh- an agenda the there's an agenda behind but, but everything that's, that's being it done it should not be we you know can I mean? say that, but because people at the end of the day, to me, if anything, to me, men should not be making a decision on what a woman do with their body. If we want to be technical, let it be a a, a a a a majority of women who endure that struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you because know. the men they just they dropping deposits without uh, condoms and stuff. So I mean, hey, maybe it should be a law. Okay, well, if that be the case, you can't. If you caught having sex with anybody, you'll be banned. I mean, so yeah, you, know, you, you, you get gonna take them back to Scarlet Letter days. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> because that's what they're doing with the abortions. Yeah, I think like one of the things was so crazy is that like one of the senators I think in Alabama who voted for the ban came out. It came out that he forced his mistress to have an abortion. Absolutely, <laughs> and that's what they all doing. Covering it up. But here's here's the thing that they're not paying attention to. So do you know that now that you're saying that abortions are not. Are, are banned after a certain amount of time. 
So now you're going to put people's health at risk because they're going to go and get it done anyway mm-hmm. somewhere else, either in the state illegally, or they're going to travel to another state and get it done. Yeah, because there's one state that um, they have one abortion clinic left, and they're going to get rid of it. So they so won't they be able drive to drive across Indian <laughs> state lines. Yeah. Or they're going to go to the red door and knock three times and slide the money under the door, under, under the door seal and come on in and they're going to yank it out with a, with a wire hanger or something, which is horrible to say. But I mean, but that's the thing. But that's what they did back then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was always a lady in the corner part of town. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever. we've seen it in movies. And I know I'm, I know that. But I mean, but back alley abortions, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you, people, it's just going to be really, really bad. It's just really, really bad, you know. That's what it is. Chris Brown. Christopher Brownie. <laughs> breaks James. Oh, he breaks James Brown's record. Right. He broke, he broke his great work. Yes. As the artist with the most, the R&B artist with the most Hot 100 hits. Which is funny that so they, that they put him Brown. as an R&B artist. You don't think mm. Chris Brown is R&B artist? He's very pop. No, no, he, well, he can't. Still, he's still R&B. I always, I think he's always been a mi- he's the first the two al- the first two albums were definitely R&B. strictly R and B. They were well, no, I they wouldn't were. say strictly because he had that Forever song on that second album. That's what took him, crossed him over the pop when he did the song Forever and he had the um, Spearmint Gum commercial. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That took mm. him over because that was his first number about exclu- one song. You talking about exclusive? Yeah, that, yeah, that was on the exclusive. No, album. Run It was number one too. Did running up? Run it was number one. Then you uh, had but um, that forever song crossed him over to the pop charts. That was the song that really crossed him over because that gave him that, like I said, that gave him that bubblegum commercial deal that was playing on him every damn day. Yeah, I do recall that. Yeah, but exclusive. He, but at first, he, though, he was but, the dub, he was the, but the thing man. was though it, that song wasn't originally on exclusive. He released he re released right, the album and put a, it on. He had there. a uh, he had a and that's when yeah and it's in exclusive. I do remember yeah, that's that. what. But like happened. I said, the original exclusive. Like yeah. I said, Mister uh, Pop Charts. <laughs> it was it was it was um, definitely R and B. And of course, mm-hmm. um, then after that, he went to he had whole. That's when Fame after after Rihanna spilled. That's when Fame kind of came out. Or was mm-hmm. was that the fourth album? No, that was mm. the that was the third album because Fame Fame came out. And that's when he really kind of got a little loose. He got a little older. Was it Fame or was it another album? Where I can transform you. Whatever album was what? I can transform you was on. Then it was Fame because mm-hmm. I can transform you was after the Rihanna thing and it bombed. And then he came back with Fame miserably. <laughs> Don't do that. I got research that because <laughs> I, I know it was a spill because he did. You know, well we ain't gonna go there. Yeah. So, right. but I mean, that's definitely a big accomplishment. But I think it's because um, you think about he has so many hip hop collaborations. Absolutely. That you know, it's just not his songs that he's charted with. He's charted with a lot of his collaborations as well. True. And I think, so, and, and in my mind, I feel like we'll never know the the death of James Brown because, of course, you know, back then uh, of that era, you know, he mm-hmm. was he was that one that kind of went against the grain a lot of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he used to bury his money in the ground because he mm-hmm. wasn't about to take it. No, so I feel like <laughs> <laughs> he did, but for real, and I've heard it from a lot of different sources. I know, especially from people back in the day. But I mean, like, but you know, a lot of people of a certain age they don't believe in banks, you know? Yeah, because they feel like they take their money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, because we, we know somebody who cashes check every two weeks. Yes. And that's I'm not putting my money in the bank. Aretha Franklin. They said uh, when Aretha Franklin did shows, yes. she uh, you had to give her cash and a paper bag, and <laughs> she put it in, her, and she put it in her purse <laughs> and went on stage with her purse. Right. And Shirley Caesar was like that too because <laughs> she don't trust nobody. Yeah, 
Shirley Caesar so. doesn't know what all them girls is like that. She said, huh, if a bitch was still laying from you in your face, bitch, you ain't finna go in my purse while I'm on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, but yeah, I mean, so I even I said that to say, you know, like, even with his hits and stuff, we, we probably won't even know what he actually wrote and what actually possibly could make because he had some trouble uh, times as well with his fame. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm just saying we, we never would know the depth of who he was. And of course, that opened my eyes when I saw the James Brown movie. Mm-hmm. And then just talking, you know, about him, you know, and, and stuff, because I did report mm-hmm. on him one time before too, because, you know, I was, I was really into music. I was, I was sold out. I was sold out the music. I was. You were sold but was like, out. But I think that is, that is like big that no other R&B artist has broke that record. Yeah. Yeah. You and know, I, until and now. And mm-hmm. the thing about it is, like, mm-hmm. I, and I kind of think it's because so often people may start in one genre and then they transition to something else. And I'll tell you this here. It probably, okay, so not to discredit Chris for this. Though. You're about to. It's kind of have, but you know, back then, you could only chart a song when you released a single and everybody had to go buy it. Now, right. when you release an album, That's every song that stream gets on that chart, oh. that whole entire album. Yeah, it's stream. <laughs> but then again, too, let, let's just be clear. Chris Brown. You sound like Dion. Chris Brown consecutively <laughs> came, he out came out with singles right, he did. back to he back did. to back to back. He, he never missed the beat. Even with his Rihanna mm-hmm. spill, he came right back with... Um, the fame. What was on fame? Um, deuces. I'm deuces. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he, he kept. He kept coming. Back. Please don't judge yeah. me. I mean, he, he yeah, kept. He kept coming back. He kept coming back. He kept coming back. So I felt I mean, like you know like, it, he like, was destined to actually make number one on something. That's why he just yeah. kept releasing stuff. And of course, everybody kept playing it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's kind of like the Rihanna thing kind of brought him up in my in my in my eyes. Yeah, because I mean, it's just like Cardi B broke the record when she was the first female artist to chart twelve songs on the chart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she just mm-hmm. released a song. Mm-hmm. Ooh, she released her. Well, she released her album and. Every song charted. Yeah. Because everybody was down were listening to the album. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Love versus logic. When not having ties to a situation allow you to see things clearly that's not distorted. We call that love versus logic. <laughs> I was trying to keep up with you. You was going too fast. <laughs> <laughs> so So Judgy as fuck. Ooh. Mm. Judgy as fuck. I think this is with my uh, whole, you know, because people at this table say I uh, hold grudges. I don't think it's really that I'm holding grudges. I just think I remember receipts and I I look at facts and I look at details. I do my research. And it kind of sounds like I may be judging, but, you know, I say, no, this is what you said. This is what you should be doing or whatever. But anyway, let's go it down sound in. Like, it sounds like somebody feel like they judge as fuck. I'm just saying. <laughs> so we'll start with you, Medulla. Define what you feel being judgmental is being judgmental is basically not really looking yourself in the mirror thoroughly and possibly looking down or um miscommunicating the right persona of someone else's uh situation oh somebody decided to pull all their words out their dictionary tonight Mm -hmm. okay now you come up behind that lens. Because I was gonna say the same. Um, well, not the same thing, but you I was and, and you were and you were No, I wasn't gonna say the same thing, but I was gonna say is when you try and put your persona onto others, your views, Ooh. and you put that onto other people, and it becomes to where, yeah, like you said, looking down on people because they don't live up to your standards or how you think things should run in life. Right. I think that's when you know, judge being judgmental comes into play. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think being judgmental is having a preconceived notion of what you think someone is 
regardless of what it actually is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you're judging you're judging based off of what you think someone is, who they are, what they're doing, how they maneuver, how they move, without actually understanding who and what they are mm-hmm. and why they do what they do. Right. Uh, so that's why I feel like kind of being what judgmental is. Would you consider yourself judgmental? Not at all. I can be, but like I said, <laughs> like I said, it's not being really judgmental. It's basically just holding on. Just to me, I, I feel like sometimes judging in my eyes and my my crazy cuckoo mind. Y'all know I have a crazy cuckoo mind. Um, it's basically pushing you, in a sense. I feel like if I don't give my opinion that may come off as judgmental, I feel like you will stay in your wandering low state. But judging somebody doesn't also doesn't mean that you like I said in my know. mind. Right. Like I said, but I let them know. And majority of the time, people who I, I'm kind of judging is people who are close to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I don't really judge other people like that because I don't know them like that. Um, so I just be like, oh, okay, get your life. You know, but people who I know that are close to me or in a, cert- a certain proximity in my life, then mm-hmm. yes, I I look at it as, yeah, I'm I'm not really judging, but I am. I'm, I'm, but I, I look at it as trying to push you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not really just... You need an example? No? Sure. I mean, if I if I see somebody that is very, very smart, they able to do certain things, I mean, I'm going to say, well, I mean, what well, child, you around here, you know, uh, figuring out card games and stuff like that. Why you want to get your behind in school and get your degree or get a certificate? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or if, if, if you're this phenomenal drug dealer, you know, whatever, and you, I said, well, okay, well, why don't you go to business school so you can actually have the license sitting there so you can start your money so, you know, you can kind of clean your drug money, you know what I'm saying, so whatever like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, you know, if you're going to do this, do that. I mean, yes, I can be judging because I may not know what type of mental state they actually in, but yes, I'm judging to actually push you to the next level so that you won't be on level one for so long. Does that make, that make sense? What type of sense? Uh, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in a way. No, it makes sense. Like I said, in my cuckoo mind. So that's why I look at it as... Um, you look at it as more as a help. It's not really judging. You look at it more as um, help trying to help you. Yeah, I look in at it some more, kind of way. more as, as like being that push or that stepping stone mm-hmm. as opposed to just judging. But I mean, of course, for somebody on the outside looking in, it's like, okay, well, why, why are you judging? You don't, you really don't know, mm-hmm. or whatever. As opposed to, like I said, looking at yourself in the mirror. Okay, right. well, you could be doing the same thing. Well, yeah, I mean, but I'm pushing somebody else. It doesn't got to do with me. So shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, I don't see myself as a judgy person. And I um, thought about this actually when I was in New York. Now, even if you don't. Now I say it out of your mouth. That's that's, that's just yeah. not him. No, I'm, no, I'm just, saying, just not me. I'm just clarifying but because being ju- judgmental, being judgmental, I don't think means you always say what's on your mind. You may look at something. You may and look at something like, like, don't make no damn sense. That don't make no damn sense why they doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know what? <laughs> like I said, when I was in New York, and I, this this really made me think about that because um, and I thought about the podcast because I was telling somebody about this how this, some of the discussions we've had like PDA is one thing that we were talking about, mm-hmm. <laughs> we were talking about how some people were saying they don't like a lot of seeing people with public displays of affection, you mm-hmm. know, in public. And I'm like, in New York, that's all you see. Well, no, no, no. And it's a culture shock because yeah. that's all you see because every corner I was on, it was somebody, two people making out. It was just everywhere. And I'm just like, these people really what? just, they, these people, what? they were making out. Oh. They were making out. Yeah. <laughs> but these people just really just did not care who was, who saw them. They and, and I don't think they were doing it for attention. They just don't care. I mean, in New York, people just are in their own world. They're in their own bubble. And it was another instance where I did kind of get judgy because this guy, 
he was on the phone and he was like cussing out his girlfriend or whatever. He was like, because, bitch, you doing all this here shit and you your pussy ain't even all that there. And I'm just telling my friend, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't like when people do that. But then I'm like, it's New York. And people just minding their business, like it's normal. Like he's having a conversation, people I mean, aren't even I mean, paying no attention. I mean, but I mean, I mean, in the business. south, in, in the, the south, south, we'll be like, that is so rude and just. But people just like, fuck. Well, <laughs> you know, it's so. Like, so okay, so here's the thing. So I think I can be judgmental. I try not to be, and I and I say that because, as a natural mm-hmm. response, when you see someone does something that goes against what you do, mm-hmm. you instantly go. Ooh, right. Like, oh, you know what I mean. Right. So it's 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 and a it's a slight mm-hmm. judgment, and I don't feel like being judgmental is. I think being being considered judgmental has a negative connotation to it. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think it's always negative. It's negative in what you do once you make that judgment. You right. Know what I mean, um, like you know, working with a ratchet girl or something like that. You're like, oh, girl, must you always be so ratchet? You know what I mean. So I'm judging her for being ratchet, but I'm not going to call her out on being ratchet or I'm not going to, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, that's just who she is. Baby don't know no better. Give baby a little time, a little nourishment, a little milk, you know, maybe she'll... She needs some milk. Or like, even like uh, we talked about, like, you know, like the principal in Texas who banned, you know, the parents who come, you know, they can't wear rollers and all that stuff there. You Mm -hmm. know, we judge them, but I think that it's it's necessary because... I feel like the way you dress it does not. To me, I feel like judging is okay when it affects someone else. So let's 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 talk about some scenarios as far as being mm-hmm. judges for. So people, <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. I, I mean, judges for. I'm just saying. So people not doing what you do is that is that a scenario where you feel like people are judging? If so, is it right? Is it wrong? Is it appropriate? It's wrong because not everybody's different, and and everybody and what every, you're doing ain't always right. the right thing. And everybody wasn't raised the same way you were. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> to me, I I think in certain areas mm-hmm. when when they're they're not doing what you're doing, um, like I said, it's all about looking in the mirror first before you look at anybody else. To me, that's what I try to do. Um, and whatever whatever the scenario is, and depending on the situation, I feel like it, it is necessary to be judged judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, I, and I, I just say that because, like I said, I, I want I want to see people maximize their full potential. Mm-hmm. I want to see people um, really, you know, especially if they tell me when people tell me and say, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. Okay, well, you're not really doing that, you know. So what you know, I think I should be that voice of reason to say, okay, well. Blah blah blah, or say so. Well, no, you may want to back down from that because you're not ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, and some people can feel like they like you're judging them and say, oh, "What you mean I ain't ready? What you mean I ain't ready? Oh, you're not, baby. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. not just because I'm doing it. I just think in this situation, mm-hmm. you know, I can actually speak on this because I've been I've walked in that lane. You get what I'm saying? So, but I, it, and see, that's a tricky thing to me. That's a tricky thing because basically, based on what you're able to accomplish you deem if somebody else is capable of accomplishing that mm-hmm. to some degree. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's kind of like, I'll use me for an example. Because me and a friend of mine, we, we kind of got into this little tift, I'll say that. Um, because I don't sing. I don't sing. And a friend of mine does sing. 
So when we have conversations about singing and artistry and stuff like that, you know, they ask me my opinion. I give my opinion. But when I give my opinion because it's warranted because they ask me, they may feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, you don't know because you don't sing. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't sing, but I know what sounds good. I know what's appealing and I know what's not. So I might not be able to tell you what key you in or what clef it, you know, and all other kind of <laughs> stuff is, and, you know, um, things right. that are pertaining to the business. But I can tell you if a person sounds flat, I can tell you if a person has stage presence, I can tell you if a person is reaching the audience and things like that. I can tell you that as a consumer of music, but can I tell you how to sing? Can I tell you how to be perfect pitch, how to warm up, stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. But if you give me a track to listen to, I can tell you, oh, mm, no, I'm not like a big it. fan of it. Or, right. Uh, they singing off beat or, oh, it just it just doesn't matter, or something just isn't right. I have an ear for that because I know what I like. You see what I'm saying? So if your whole goal is to reach consumers, as a consumer, I can tell you what sounds good, what don't sound good. Those who can't do, teach. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's one of those things, but I, th- but I think in that situation, it's a situation where I ask you for your opinion, but I really don't want it. So I'm judging you because your opinion don't match mine, and you ain't even got expertise to give me your opinion anyway. It mm-hmm. just sounds good for me to ask you. You get what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of those things, like when I, like I said, when people are not doing what you do, you kind of... I think there's a difference in judging somebody and being encouraging of someone and discouraging somebody. Right. For me, judging them says, oh, well, she can't do that. And your reason why she can't do that, she ain't ready. Why she ain't ready? Because, I mean, she ain't did what I did to get to where I am, but that doesn't mean that she's not ready to do what you do. Mm-hmm. It's just that you went about it the way you went about it, and this person could go about it a different way. Right. Or a person is okay with doing nothing. That's how I feel. And that's why I don't, that's where I, I say I'm not a, judge, a judgmental person like that because I'm like, you know, some people are comfortable in their skin. They're are. comfortable in who, the, who and where they are, you mm-hmm. know, and it's not for me to tell you, you know, what you're doing is wrong. You know, um, I think like even when it comes to like, you know, I have some friends who, you know, everyone can say that me, um, I'm very soft spoken. I have some friends who are very loud, and uh, to me, I yeah, I can be judgmental. I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, why are you so loud? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. then they're thinking, like, why do you speak so softly? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and it's like, because I don't like being loud. Because he mad. <laughs> when he get mad, it changes. <laughs> yeah, but even when you're but, mad, you don't, you don't have to raise <laughs> your voice either. <laughs> don't. I think the, be- the best yeah. response is like a soft smile. Okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, you just, there are certain, like you said, being ratchet, you know, you have friends who are ratchet, you know, is it is what it is. And you just, I think, like, I don't, I, I've never been in a situation to where I'm like, I can't invite this person somewhere because of who they are. You know, if, they're, if you're my friend, you know, I'm going to accept you for who you are and you can come anywhere with me. You know, that's just how I am. But. Right, and I guess my thing is, like, when you say the peer, I mean, I don't look at it as judging, but it's like mm-hmm. when you have that friend that say, I'm, I'm just tired of being so, I just I just don't want to be around these ratchet people the rest of my life. Okay, but right. You're, but you're still being ratchet. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I think that's when right. I come in, like I was saying earlier, it's kind of like, okay, well, 
this is what you kind of said that you want to do, but you're mm-hmm. not doing it. So, I mean, what, what, what's, what, what's the deal? You know, you know what I'm saying? Thing. And I think that can definitely come off judgmental, but I don't mean to be judgmental, but it's like mm-hmm. that's something that you told me you wanted to get out of. So now I'm judging. Okay, okay what? Now, is the cat, cat calling the cattle black? That's what we say. Is the cat mm-hmm. calling the cattle black? Because you just said now, so you need to come and bring it on back, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. I think it's the pot. The pot calling, calling the cattle, cattle black. black. Oh yeah, thank, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Yeah. And it's just like it, it, it's just like um, where you, you know, we all of I think all of us travel a lot, and you know, we always have people. You know, you always have people who be like, "Oh, I want to do what you do." You know, I, I you know, I want to do this. Save, save, and or plan, or get a job. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> or, or and it's not really. Or judging, don't have nine children, and it's not really judging. Uh-oh. To me, that's not judging. Is that it's if you're saying change. and you're saying like, well, why you don't never invite me? You don't ever have any money. Oh, but here's the thing: <laughs> everybody want to go until it's time to pay. Mm, you Jesus. know, and Jesus. those are the things where you have. It, I don't like, like you said. I think judging is. Oh, right I'm thing. real judgmental when it comes <laughs> when it comes to traveling. I am a little judgmental because people are like, oh, I want to go. No, but see, train going nowhere. But, but my thing is, I, I'm just a little <laughs> consider. I'm just a little considerate. I, I don't look at it as, as judging. I just look at it being considerable. I mean, I'm not going to ask you if I know you got four kids. Oh, well, I'm see, not going to ask you if you married. I'm not going to ask you if you're in a relationship, oh, see, especially if you're me. in a controlling relationship. I'm just not going to ask. I'm not going to ask you if I don't see me traveling with you. Right. Uh, like just, if you if you extra ratchet. Now that's 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 judging. It is. That's why I say I, when it comes to traveling and going places, I'm a little judgy. People mm-hmm. living their life, I don't really judge. But when it involves me and I feel like I could be embarrassed, then I'm judging. Yeah, like I like I don't go like to go out to eat with people who always have to complain about and everything loud. at the restaurant because yes. I don't want the spit. Right. Jesus. Every or time you, you don't go to pay. a restaurant and they just like, oh, they just complain about everything. Oh, this water, my ice don't melt it. Or right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't order this. Oh yeah, well, um, like, there was a hair in my food. Uh, oh no, this this is too cold. Oh, this is medium rare. Oh, I don't like the way this tastes. Like, send it back. And the first thing you be like, you be like, how's the food? Um, it's all right. Okay, it's the way. Is any restaurant we go to ever good? <laughs> I know you gonna mess up the whole. Uh, yeah, I now see like that. I, I am kind of judgy because I will tell you, you like see. You don't, why don't you just sit there? Why don't you just nice. sit there and cook and don't. And your food ain't that damn good. (laughs) (laughs) So, another scenario. Friends' actions not matching their word. Well, (laughs) I I had to kind of eat my words because, of course, you know, uh, and I'll just be honest, in certain relationships, you can kind of judge. However, when you get in a relationship and the table's turned, it's just like, oh, okay. And you have to go back and apologize. I'm not going to speak on that. Uh, and not saying I have had to, because I think I've done well in in saying things that actually meant doing things that actually match my words, because I'll say certain things I'm not going to um, settle for. Mm-hmm. However, you know things actually change, and when you look at people that's been in a relationship, now you understand because you like you're facing certain things. So you know you end up having to kind of go apologize. So it's like certain things I have actually have judged, but like I said, I am an encourager with my judging. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well, if you tell me there's a problem, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And mm-hmm. if you're not doing it and you say you're not, you know, you're just not feeling it or whatever, I'm just like, okay, well, I mean, I told you this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, you kind of dry. So, you know, I'm, you know, I can pass judgment that way. But like I said, it's not to necessarily judge. It's to encourage the saints. All right, encourage mm-hmm. the saints. And the ain'ts. You know, the ain'ts need love, too. I don't know if it's judging or not, because my thing is, I just, like, I, I know I have friends like that, too, and my first thing is, like, when people be like, 
Um, so what about such and such? I'd be like, well, you know, they full of shit. <laughs> that, 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 that's always my response. I'm like, you know, they full of shit. What the? <laughs> I don't know why you hell y'all keep listening to them. They full of shit. Okay. So <laughs> FYI, if anybody wants to know how I am or who I am, do not ask me. <laughs> Cause I don't know if that's going to be his response. Even though I know I'm the shit. I'm not full of shit. I'm the shit. But you know. I just don't want to wonder if they judge me on the sly. Uh, friends, actions not matching that word. Um, do I judge um, quietly? Quietly. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, nothing is more interesting to me than to know a person's situation. And when we're in a environment where we are speaking freely and, you know, and dialoguing and things like that about different topics. And you'd be like, that's what you think? That ain't what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't say it because I don't blow up the spot, but I'd be like, oh, so funny. So interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be in that type of relationship. Really? really? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a quiet judge. It's like a, hmm. hmm. And they'd be like, what, you got something to say? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> oh no! Silence is golden. <laughs> Me no have no words. So what about people who make themselves more than what they are? Oh wow! I think we all are guilty of that. Mm-mm. Um, but you know, like I said, I always have to look <laughs> in the mirror. You know, I I try to look in the mirror mm. and judge myself because even the Bible says, "Judge not, lest you be judged." Hey! 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 <laughs> Cause it's only one. Let's just be clear. It's only one, you know. And, and all of us can be judged. Well, so it's of, not my all job. All of us will be judged. We will be. Oh, oh. come on, friend. You better <laughs> believe. <laughs> yeah. So we will be judged one day. However, we have to look at ourselves in the mirror. And you know, sometimes I can honestly say I have definitely put myself up a little higher to make myself feel better about my low moments. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like you look at people like, okay, child, you really haven't. Whatever I and uh, here's an example. Somebody was talking about, um, um, you know, now we're in the big world of social media, and um, they were saying that you know, oh, I had a great year last year, or I did this and I did that, and I was just like, I've been kind of doing this since 2008, 2007. I said, so I mean, a lot of that stuff don't really impress me. But it's kind of like, well, if don't nobody know that you did it, does it really matter? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I judge that situation. And because, it's so funny that you say that because, like, when yeah. I see somebody who is 38, judgmental moment, who's 38, and they post about, oh, I just got my first car. Yeah. In the South? <laughs> like, we don't even have public transportation that is just abundantly available like yeah, that. Yeah, and then they put the thing, I got it in my name. Right. Like, Oh, so you been riding somebody else's car? At 38. You yeah. just, oh, at you 38, just, at 40, Oh, you at just 45. got, an, oh, I, my, my first apartment in my name, and, I mean, and I'm going to get me another apartment. Excuse me? I mean, and, I mean, <laughs> for me, see, for me, I, I, I just, and I, I'm, I'm more congratulations on that. And I'm, know? well, and see, here's yeah. the thing. But it is an accomplishment. Yeah, it is an accomplishment, <laughs> but I think based on the scenario, <laughs> yeah. if one, you're not matching your word, <laughs> if two, you got you're making yourself more than what you are, you got something to say about everybody on else Facebook, on Facebook? I'm gonna <laughs> judge you when you then posting. I, yes, then, when yeah. you posting your new car yeah, that you just got in your own yeah, name, and, and that, you just getting your first apartment, that, and you living <laughs> with your mama since you was 
up until 38. <laughs> I'm slightly judging. Yeah, I, and that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> like, you know, and I, slightly. And I, I, I want like. And like I said, I mean, it's all about the grace of God that got anything, but it's kind of like, I mean, I don't kind of did this, so it's like, eh. It's, and you it find yourself. Imp- I, and it doesn't impress. Yeah, that's what it is. Thank you for helping me with that. But I'm not, I promise I'm not judging. I'm not judging it's at all. Oh, you get in three relationships. You've been in three different relationships within a year, and you always posting how much you love the person. Right. That love hit different, <laughs> and then look, that love hit different when it's a remix three times. And bitch, we want to know what happened because we was all invested. I was not invested. <laughs> I was invested. I don't I get was inv- looking at y'all trip. You sold so. me the store. <laughs> you sold me the store. Now you're trying to get a refund. No. <laughs> I need to know the whole. I need to know how this ended. The car is it. declined. <laughs> But I'm judging that situation. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm judging judging that situation. situation. I am judging that situation. Because you're writing long stories. But um, But now the story is (laughs) smack dab in the middle. Who wants some today? (laughs) Now gag. Now gag. But no, people who made that. Yeah, I, I think I take a lot of people at face value. So people who make themselves more than what they are, again, full of shit. <laughs> you know, you know they full of shit. Really want, I, <laughs> and but but this you know this song real, and maybe because I've been drinking, I just really want to be like you when I grow up. Because you you just you just you just perfect. You just perfect. You just no, perfect. no, because it's the thing is though, no, because and he the don't thing judge, was, he, just, he don't. No, he no just, but the thing no, is, judge, the reason why, no, the reason why, because I, you know, I like I said, I'll say as a person full of shit because I know I, I'm the kind of person I accept the bad shit about myself, and I know when I'm full of shit. Yes. <laughs> right. I'm not, a, I'm not agreeing. Uh, no, I'm just saying, no. yes, you're right. Sorry. Right. But I know when I'm full of shit. And, like, if you ask me, I'll tell you, I'm a bitch at times. You know, it is what it is. I'm a bitch. <laughs> you know, but so it's like, okay, if I'm full of shit and I can tell a full of shit person, I'm going to say, you're full of shit. Look, if I'm full of shit and I see flies crying you, bitch, I know you're full of shit too. <laughs> right. Or if I done it years before, child, I've been done that lies. <laughs> right. Ooh, right. Right. I don't know you lie. I don't told that lie before, girl. It's exactly. like, it's okay. It's right. okay. Exactly. You know, exactly. you lying. Yeah. I mean, I ain't judging you, but I mean, it's, I, I mean, mean I, secretly I'm judging I you. I live there too, so I mean, you're not taking the same route all the time. I mean, I used to live there too. I used to try to go the back way in front of I ain't want nobody know where I live, so I know where you live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, got to know how I'm talking about. I've been to the Bahamas and it was like all this. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's cute. Oh, no, here's what you, here's how you catch him in a lie. Oh, he went to the Bahamas. Did you walk through the market where they were trying to say everything? It's a market off the boat. Green been to the Bahamas. <laughs> Everybody know that. Because that market has been there. Okay, and it's going to stay there. <laughs> Dollar braid. <laughs> People's view of what success is. Yes, I, I judge that. Because like I said, 50, 11 million times, I look at myself first mm-hmm. in the mirror. People think they've yeah. made it. You be like... And they think they arrived. I'm just like, oh. Especially when you don't have some exposure to some stuff, baby. You ain't arrived, honey. Because <laughs> trust me, honey, uh, uh, Queens Harbor will start Turtle Creek down. <laughs> okay? Turtle Creek is not all the success you want once you, once you go to Queens Harbor. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. saying they, they feel like once they once they move in Biscayne States, that, you know, they, they, they don't arrive. You know what I'm saying? Girl, girl Queens Harbor shut you right on down. Uh-huh. Dear Wood... <laughs> Hidden Hills that was built probably before your establishment will shut you right down. Okay. Um. Well, I'm not going to sh- uh, uh uh judge them based on where they purchased their home. Did I did I just call it these developments? Yes, you did. Y'all forgive me. I'm sorry. I've been <laughs> right drinking. because I might want to move one of them developments. <laughs> right. But, they, uh, but y'all oh. said some nice development. You know, y'all in these palaces and stuff. And see, I can judge. I can judge. I ain't in no damn development. It's just it's, I'm just from the ground up. This is the <laughs> 
I, I live in the best estate, estates, downtown estates, <laughs> where all are welcome. They don't turn nobody away. Nobody. <laughs> we got boats and well, jet skis good, in the front yard. I hate going through fucking gates. I, I just don't understand the purpose. I got a gate. I, I got a gate. I got a gate. They break all the time. I got a mic. Exactly. I got a gate. And bitch, all you got to do is wait for the person, somebody else to go in and ride right behind. Oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. My gate has been standing for 20 years plus. <laughs> it, it Trust. Has. It has. Been standing. It, has. it ain't going away. Don't survive three major hurricanes. Oh, they're both shy. Thank you. <laughs> right. You have to call him before you got in, You get come to the gate and shit. And I'm it like, wouldn't matter. I'm here. I don't know you coming. I ain't even getting up to look and see who at the door. Now, if you got a security guard at your um your estate, uh-huh. <laughs> now that is when you was really IDs. living. It. You can't even come through this bitch. You can't even follow nobody. They checking ID. <laughs> right. Okay, Mister Petty, are you are we're, you expecting a guest? Nope. I'm going? sorry, Mister um, <laughs> Petty is not accepting any guests right now. Do you? I know them. I know them. I know them. <laughs> Okay. Exit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're not gonna go back and forth about this. But anyway, back on to the subject. Right. So people's view of success. That I, was just my little spiel. I was not trying to call anybody out. Oh yeah, but I, you did. Those was, I was raised in Turtle Creek Village. Okay. But I mean, I mean I'm I'm just saying, but back back then and, and you know I'm a little I'm a perfect number six or eight. You know, back then it was it was a up and coming area for the African Americans, but I'm, I mean I'm just saying some people think that is success and it really is. Anytime you can own something or whatever, that definitely is it's success. The American so, dream. Yeah, it's the American dream. It's so American it definitely is success. I'm not judging. Right. I'm not judging at all. However, some people uh, aspire to always have their own apartment in their name, and it's just like, okay, that's fine. You live out and get in uh, somebody else's stuff, but what about your own? You know, grow, uh, expand your horizon. Like I said, I'm, I'm that push. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. Knowing of a person cheating in their relationship. Oh, I judge all the time. Sorry. In my head, though. <laughs> in your head, you judge. Yeah, because I always see people on um, Facebook talking about relationships, and I'm like, oh, if you only knew. You just only knew. Here's my thing. <laughs> Honestly, this is one of the things that I know for a fact I do not judge. And I'm going to say why I don't judge. I don't judge because you don't know what a person's situation is in that situation. And I think sometimes it's different if you know both of the people in the relationship cheating. You go, oh, okay. Because I see this in uh, my business. Because, you know, people cheat for different reasons. People, they, it might not even be cheating to them because they got an arrangement, you know. Yeah, so, that could be possible. So. Um, but that's that's one of the things I definitely try not to judge as far as people's situation because, you know, people can't control somebody cheating on them or whatever. But, you know, maybe they cheat on the person because they cheated on them. I don't know. But I don't judge. I'm just like, oh, let go and let God. Live. Free. Do what you do. Just if you're going to use me as an alibi, can you inform me, please? It was a, uh, it was a, it was, a st- it was an argument on Facebook. These two girls was arguing. Well, one girl, because she was always talking about this guy and how he had a girlfriend. So this other girl just jumped in her comments, and she was just like, why are you always talking about this guy if you ain't with him and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And she, the girl was like, well, you might not want to talk because the word on the salon is that your man cheating on you every day of the week. Mm, taking selfies. <laughs> taking <laughs> selfies in your bed. And then the girl was just like, when I see you, it's going to be on on site, bitch. <laughs> you know, this whole social media thing is amazing to me. When you put something on social media, it is no longer a private conversation. <laughs> you open it up for everybody who has a keyboard to have an opinion. 
And if somebody has an opinion that you don't like, delete the fucking comment and block them. Going back and forth with them does nothing for you yeah. other than make you look stupid. And it exposes you. And it exposes That's you. On a certain subject, I just don't talk because, baby. Because the thing about I, it is I that. I've been some places and done some things. Because everybody knows somebody who got dirt on somebody. Right. And you may not even have a dirt, but you got, by the time, you know, just it's just like we used to play the telephone game. You could start from this inner room. By the time the message gets to the other inner room, it could be twist a whole bunch of different ways. And it ways. ain't even got to be true, but if it sounds juicy enough to embarrass you. Yeah, it will, you know, juiciness travels. People like mess. Mm-hmm. And oh, receipt saves and destroys lives. Yeah, right. That's why I don't comment on shit. Right. I ain't jumping to nothing. Right. I don't y'all tell all go- my friends, listen. I'm an angel, but I ain't perfect, and I don't want none of y'all to get into the spotlight where they're gonna run background checks on your friends. I don't want to. <laughs> if I get famous, you know, y'all just y'all get some aliases, okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm speaking. I'm, I'm gonna get famous. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Just get some <laughs> aliases. We are gonna call y'all OTP. Who is OTP? Don't know. <laughs> Clicks, likes, and comments. This list long as fuck. What's got social media up in a tizzy? Because we spreading what awareness. I like being aware. Me too. Mm-hmm. Your mirror's got my legs. I'm aware of how sexy my legs are in your mirror. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this mirror's really big. <laughs> I ain't judging, but I am. That's Netflix. Fine. Who watched Netflix this weekend? I was watching Netflix today, I, but I'm not watching that. I'm not watching that. I, I've heard. Not I yet. Watched it. I'm not going to watch it yet. Yeah, I, okay. I think I so, can watch it with friends. I can't watch it by myself. I think I'll start crying. When they uh, When they see us. Docu, um, the movie of series well docu-series. came out. Docu series yeah. came out um, on Netflix on Friday, and um, everybody I know is yelling at the TV, crying, got anxiety, calling and checking on they they they, they, they kids and stuff like that, and they just really like in their feelings or whatever. And um, it's it's. It's interesting that it took a docuseries to get people to pay attention to what's really going on, mm-hmm. um, especially parents with raising um, black sons mm-hmm. or, you know, sons of color or whatever, um, because that's everyday life. But I think what, because the thing is, we've heard about there are a lot of people in mm-hmm. prison for crimes they didn't commit. Right. right. You know, we've, you, you've heard about it. You've heard people get out. You know, there was a guy, in, I think, in Jacksonville who just got out, like, he served 40 years right, 30, for something he, did. yeah, he didn't Jesus, commit. That's a long time. You know. Life gone. But I gone. think what this movie highlighted was the behind the scenes. Yeah, how they view us. How mm-hmm. this, these young men were treated, how they get them, they force a confession mm-hmm. out of them. Mm-hmm. That's what we did not know how. You know, you, 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 know, you usually go to trial and you know, people present evidence, but the way these prosecutors forced these young men, they got there, got in there. And because these young men didn't know the system, their parents didn't know the system, mm-hmm. which a lot of us don't, you know. You know, I always tell people, you know, if you go, where's my lawyer? Where's my lawyer? You do not have to answer any questions without a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know that. And you be as mm-hmm. polite as you mm-hmm. possibly can. You can't do the same mm-hmm. stuff you see Johnny Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 Cornelius, <laughs> yeah, or even in the movies, you know, you can you you cannot do what right. they do. Right. Your job is to cooperate as much as you can, 
and sit silent until your attorney shows up. But just to let people know what you know what the movie's about, because a lot of people didn't even know about Central Park Five, which you I know. thought was right. interesting. And a lot of I, people didn't. And do you think? Just asking your opinion because I haven't seen it yet. But mm-hmm. do you think this is going to unfold the case about the lady who they're talking about? I hope it does because I want to. I want to find that bitch. Yeah, because I mean, they did I want to find Cosby. that bitch. She <laughs> probably will not be leaving her home. She has cut off all her comments on Instagram, Twitter. You can't comment on anything uh, because people want her head. Oh yeah. I mean, when you watch that movie, people the way are posting things saying, "Yeah, I posted because I won't smoke with her." The thing was, <laughs> she knew they didn't do it. Yeah. She said, we're going to force a confession mm-hmm. out of you. Mm-hmm. And it was just the way, like, one of the young men, he was 16, I think, and he had uh, he w- he had a fifth grade education. His reading level was on a fifth grade reading level. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the scenes was, like, you know, because they made him all write a confession down or whatever. And, like, in court, I think it was like he said, um, I don't know what it says because I I don't I, I, I didn't write it, mm-hmm. you know. He couldn't read it, mm-hmm. and it was just like so sad. And what was so crazy about his? Oh my god! Because okay, so Central Park Five for those who don't know it is it was there was a rape in 1989 of um 26-year-old banker I forget her name but um there was she was raped and beat and beaten really bad and these five young men were falsely accused and charged for the rape and they um, all similar to rosewood mm -hmm, they all served time and um it was in 2002 where the actual person who committed the crime confessed because he had already he had murdered somebody also and he was serving a life sentence and he heard the story and he fell back and he came out and confessed that he was the one who raped the raped the woman so by that time, most of the guys had already gotten out of prison because a lot of them only started like five, seven years or something like that. But still, at that age, you've lost mm-hmm. life. You know, and, not and you can't even get a job. I was going like to say, that. and not even that. <laughs> now your employment opportunities are significantly dwindled. But the thing was, was like that, even with the employment, watching what they, how they went through after they got out of prison because it was just like trying to date you're known as a rapist. Mm-hmm. Right. You're known as a rapist at that point. Like one of the guys was trying to date this girl and she when she found out who he was, she was like, You're a rapist. You know, I don't want to, you know, I want to have nothing to do with you. You know? Right. That was just it's just know the like, whole story. Right. But because Judging. that's what everyone was saying. And like one of the big things um is, you know, what do you call forty five? Voldemort. Um and I've always knew the story, you know, a lot of people did if you knew about Central Park Five was like, you know, in when they when the trial was happening, he took out a ad in the New York Times for eighty five thousand dollars, requesting for the death penalty to be brought back. Right. On these young men, and he yeah, has I never see. apologized for this right, to I this day. Sur- I saw that surfacing today. He has never apologized for what he did or what he said. <sighs> but and he's not. Yeah, and it's it's really it's really a sad story because like you know we say you know you can, you know young men you know be careful or whatever because you know these men were these young boys were just hanging out at the park and they just rounded them up and it's like i said with the one who was serving who served the longest sentence the one who could who was had the fifth grade education the thing was what was so surprising about him he served the longest sentence he wasn't even on the list of young men they had to bring in to the station his friend was and when they came and got his friend 
they asked him, do you want to come down with him? And he said, yeah, I can't leave my friend. I'll go down with him. So mm. when he got to the station, mm. then they made him. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. It's definitely, I mean, yeah, I, I can understand how people don't want to see it because after I watched, like, the first hour, I was just, like, done, and then I was, like, forced to watch it because somebody else was watching it at their house, and so I watched the whole thing. And Who are you just watching it? <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm, just playing. I'm not judging. I'm That's not judging. Here nor there. <laughs> but, yes, if you, get, if you get a chance, um, I do, if you don't, if you, you can be prepared to be really angry, sad, all of those things, you know, if you do plan on watching this. But I will say that if you watch it to the end, the great thing is the redemption because to see that these young men are all speakers and they did win, um, they did sue the city, um, New York, and they won 41, 41 million. It's split um, between the four, right? Five. Yeah, five. five of them. Yeah, split good. between the five of them. Yes. Hmm. But um, it's eight million a piece, right? Yeah, six. Eight times five. Oh, it was six no. guys. It was no. I'm sorry. Eight times five. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. So I mean, that was good. Um, but you know, there is a there's a I guess you could say a positive light at the end of the tunnel. But it's just going watching all that. that watching happened. all that unfold. Yeah. That how much time it was just like I, I feel like that was lost. like Rosewood because she she told mm-hmm. a lot that the guy raped her mm-hmm. and they killed the whole town. Right. You know, I, I that movie still hunts me to this day because I saw it when I was in fourth grade. I but mean, I mean, I'm it just even goes back to Emmett Till. I can't they let you watch that in fourth grade. I watched it with my mama. She just yeah. wanted she wanted me to know this is oh, how it yeah. was. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. She, I, she I was, thought she was they that, made a decision to let. I'm like, what? No, she she <laughs> yeah, was mama, she was okay. that she was that lady. Yeah. She told me about. She was like, look, you know, before my my grandma was a save woman. Yeah. My mama, she was real. She yeah, was, don't, she was don't you put yourself in that situation? Yeah, right. But yeah, that's so that's that's. Um, like I said, check it out on Netflix. It'll probably be it'll be on there for a good little while. But oh, yeah, we're gonna Netflix find we gonna, we're gonna find that bitch who um, that prosecutor and all of them. Yeah, oh, they know where she is. She, she, <laughs> she not coming out she because she became a successful so, writer. She did oh, social they media. Burn her they, books. Oh man, they gonna find her. They gonna find her. They gonna burn her books. I'm telling. Like I said, you got some you got some smart ones that are not that got them IT skills. They gonna find her. They gonna find her. People want her here because when you watch the way she talked about those young men. That shows you how she feels about all black men. Absolutely. Mm. So, Woo. yeah. I'm, I'm, uh. I'm not watching it. I don't think I'm going to watch it. Y'all just tell me about it. Moving on. Um, Jason Mitchell kicked off the shy. He lost his Netflix deals. This Me Too movement is really, really serious. Y'all, I'm telling y'all. He's lying. Black, African American, I'm sorry, African American dudes, y'all be careful with everything y'all say. Y'all need to turn it to nuns. <laughs> if if because I'm telling they they are they are snatching I'm I'm telling they this new Me Too movement is snatching everybody I mean not I feel like African Americans have it worse than the Caucasians that's just me I hate to pull the race card but I mean they are not playing they are shutting things down the minute a woman actually feels that she is somewhat or whatever she can she can she can even not like you. And she can say a little something. They just, oh, we can't have that. We got a conflict of interest. But, and, we got this but, going on. But the, th- the thing about it is that because it's such a hot topic and it's ruining, um, it's, it's ruining lives and careers and businesses, they can't take um, these types of things lightly anymore. They can't. Right. Because if it comes out that, because as, as a matter of fact, the girl, apparently she raised the concern before or something like that. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And they overlooked it. They can't tolerate or 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 um and she quit. She well, quit. first thing was she brought her she had her boyfriend or was a husband or 
Right. She brought uh, him on set. Yeah, yeah her boo thing, whatever that. And yeah, I'm trying to understand. Because the, Wendy said it best. The type of restraint that you have knowing that whatever your boo thing that came back and told you, you're going to stand on set with this man and not say nothing. Which, I mean, granted, he should. Technically, she brought him there for her, you know, security or whatever like right. that to make her feel comfortable. But... Um, you know, this ain't the first time that stuff has happened. Because remember back, that's when the last season of Martin was ruined. Yeah. Right, right. Because of Martin and, and, Tisha, and, and Tisha Campbell. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not like it's new, but it's like not they're not having it. They are not telling y'all to just just work through it. We'll, we'll kind of put up some barriers. Between, but they're supposed to be lovers on screen. Right. That's going to translate. Right. right. Because if you can't, you can't be comfortable like being in a scene with this person. Yeah. Knowing like, that they've kind of violated you. Right, like, bitch, y'all fucking on screen. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, for right, real, for real. Right. Or or simulating. We got, But you still got to even try to hug or kiss. You yeah. Know, and you uncomfortable. Yeah, that's just... Mm, 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 mm. But yeah, they didn't want to get that backlash. But speaking about backlash, you know, she's got to have it as bad. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it kind of came under some fire because of an episode, and I'm going to read specifically what it says. So Specifically. Specific, not Pacific. Pacifically. Nope, that's an ocean. <laughs> so the scene that we're talking about, that we're going to talk about, is the scene in question where, no, where Nola is talking about how black British actors take roles from black American actors. Uh, Darling went on to have a dialogue with the British man, um, with the black British man Olu, on the show, in which Olu says that British actors are more equipped for certain roles because they don't carry the burden of Black American history, i.e., racism. Right. And I kind of understand his point of view, um, because at the end of the day, what the screen reads is a black actor. They don't know where they come from. They don't know what their background is. Um, I think their interpretation of things sometimes are different because of where they come from, right. what their experience is. But as an actor, you're trained to embody whatever the role requires. Right. Um, and we kind of talked about this a little bit before, but like uh, um, the British actor John Boyega, who was the guy from... Maybe that's from Selma. Is he from Selma? I know if he's from Selma. Maybe I know he's the guy from Selma have issues with... So it might People it, saying it, that about him too. It might it might be him. I'm not sure. I know he's played in Pacific Rim. I know he's played in he's the black guy in Star Wars. And he yeah. got backlash for all of um, that. Because he is, was they is this was the like, one who um is this the one who played him? This is us? That that guy? No, not him. No, no, okay, no that's, that's 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 mm-hmm. uh, he, he played in the um the um He the, played in Black Panther too, but no, mm-hmm. that's yeah, not okay. him. Yeah. No, um John Boyega's the guy from Star Wars. But um he was like can somebody explain to me what in the British fuck is happening in this dialogue, please? Because British black actors are not, quote-unquote, taking jobs from black actors. They're all up for the same role. Prime example, I would not have known that Idris was not from here until he spoke when he's not acting. I'm like, right. oh, bitch, he got an accent. Right. He played that role he played on The, the Wire. Because he played the dog fuck out of, out of The Wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I mean, I kind of get it, but like uh, what I was trying to say is when we go back to what we talked about before, you know, they don't have the same experience. They don't have right. the racism, you know, embedded within their psyche as far as how to <laughs> I th- I handle think certain situations. And I, and, But I don't think that helps them. I don't think it hinders them. It's just a different experience. I mean, to me, I don't even think that. I think they still have those experiences, but they're just not taught. I think us over here as African-American, we were actually taught 
okay, you know, you're going to be looked at different. Well, no, 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 no. They don't even. But but they didn't have like the slavery that we experienced. They weren't like forced over like we were. You know what I mean? So it, mm-hmm. it, their their experience and how they handle it is different. Just like to me, an African American from a black person from Canada has a different experience than a black person in the South of the U.S. Right, which is Just why like, I never understood why Drake said it started from the bottom. Now we here, Ooh. and it's silent. <laughs> 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 but I mean, but the, but at the same token, a black experience on in the South. Is different than the black experience up north. You know, we express ourselves different. Like to to your point, when you were talking about just people in general, PDA exp- expression mm-hmm. is very different in huge metropolitan areas mm-hmm. than it is in some of these outskirts, backwoods, country, mm-hmm. southern states. You know what I mean? It's not uncommon for you to be in New York and see two men, two women, two trans women, two this, two that. Interracial couples. Even interracial couples. Right. Because if down here, interracial couples still get looked at. They still get yeah. like, uh, <laughs> what? Why he, why <laughs> what he with that white girl? Because that's what he wanted to be with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But up there, it's like, oh, okay, they walk past and mind their business. Right. You know, but it's it's just different. So I think people's backgrounds and their experiences definitely cultivate how they approach things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for her to say that they're taking jobs, I can see why some would find that offensive. But again, it's it it it's it's bringing a conversation, uh, you know, a, a dialogue between two different people because. But I guess I look at it as I love all black people. You know, I don't. Whether they're from the UK oh, or, no. <laughs> I mean, I love my people to an extent. Yeah. Yes, I do love my people. But I love uh, my people, but I don't like them a lot of the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know. But the thing is, you know, I can say that. <laughs> oh, we going to that? <laughs> I, I can say that. I can say it, but you better not say it. <laughs> but if, if somebody else come back, it's like, like, yeah, but at least they was two black people saying it wasn't yeah. a black person, a white yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It was, yeah. it was, it was definitely a argument, you know, a debate between. You know, to black people. So, mm-hmm. oh, you guys know what I said. I think the show just a little too woke for me. I just be wanting them to have a regular storyline, act, bang a little bit, and I'm good. We don't. I don't have to go through the whole history of African Americans because I went to school. But it's um, interesting that you no, because you like you like um, Luke Cage, and I was like, I couldn't watch it. I'm just like, just be a superhero, mm-hmm. shit. But it didn't. <laughs> it didn't have it to the fact that I had to listen to a whole 45 minutes of you know the history and all the African Americans and stuff but like it's that. Not. It, it just seemed like what like this this whole one I was almost borderline depressed. Thank God for my computer. This season <laughs> was well. This season was not as good as the first season. Yeah, I the will first say season was good. I just it started kind of watching it. Um, but w- what I kind of did like about it is like it's it's dealing more of dealing with her her struggle, not just her escapades this time. And, but and I think and, that's the difference. And, and this, well, I think this the first also sex. But I think this also <laughs> not just deals with her. You get to um, get into the other characters, right? And you learn more about them and yeah. their characters' development. Yeah, because when she met that, when she met the wife for the first but, time, yes, she was like, "Bitch." But <sighs> I think like one of the things I said about the season that I wish that I think it did move too fast because I wanted to see her and Opal's relationship develop a little bit more and get more invested. I wanted to give myself more invested into the relationship so that then maybe towards the end when the breakup happened, 
And I could be like, damn. But when it happened so soon, it was just like. But I, but so I'm glad you brought it up because I was mm-hmm. surprised that their relationship didn't last because the whole premise of mm-hmm. her being with Opal was because, and she said it in season one, that Opal is who she wants to be. Opal is stable. So out of everybody, Opal had most of all the characteristics from everybody else mm-hmm. in one person than everybody else. But Opal was too much like her damn child, you know, too much like her damn mama. That's what I did not like about Opal. And right. I and think she was trying and that's too much like and her that's mama. The thing, I think that's also what mm-hmm. Nola was attracted to, mm-hmm. her structure, her her clear direction. On and the she, thing is, Opal felt, Opal felt like, like she was I'm raising another child. child. I'm like, no. Yeah. And, you know, and, but I felt, I hated that about Opal because I felt like you took uh, you, everything was. that Everything that Nola did was just wrong, you know. Um, but, and I mean, yeah, yeah, you were, yeah, and, and I don't <laughs> think it was intentional, but at the end of the day, Opal is more structured. And she's a mother. And she's a mother. So her <laughs> thing is, I can't just do what feels and looks good to me. <laughs> I'm still raising this child, and you can't undermine me or be her bestie and be her sister, and you my lover. That's that's not how it's going to go. And, what I wasn't ready for is when Opal basically told her, she was like, uh, no, I have a daughter who also has a father. My daughter does not have two moms. Got her right together. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so how would you feel if she didn't want to have a relationship with her? Then you feel some type of way. So it's just like, okay. That, That's why that I just, just was not. Just I was not. Meant, I was, I, like I said, I think Opal was just. Yeah, it wasn't meant to work. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be at all. Heather Haley still beat. Still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still. Yes. I love the whole cast. I'm a, I'm a, I love the entire cast. I really though. do. I really do. But you know, one character on the show I really can't stand. I just really wish they get rid of it. Mars. I cannot stand. I like Mars. I cannot And you know what the thing is? Mars. I love it. That's the I want you to keep watching. Right? Yes. Which episode so are you on, though? Doesn't matter. Because Mars' like character it. develops and it really... His strength towards the end, he you're gonna see him come into. Oh, okay, well, who he I ain't is. Seen it yet. So I'm yeah, still not done yeah. Yet. Yo, I just yo, finished. I'm gonna tell you. become a butterfly. He's yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I just finished when now he can sing. He can't sing. Um. See again, I ain't, I ain't no singer, but I know what sounds good, what don't, and that ain't it. <laughs> um, I'm on the episode when she just come back from the retreat. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm about half. Yeah, watch, yeah. Watching to the, th- I'm telling you, the, the the last two episodes is what really make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I woke up this morning and I had lung, I had air in my lungs, I had my good eyesight, and guess what? I didn't owe fifty cents, so it was a good day. A damn good day, cause everybody owes fifty cent. Yeah, um, and anybody he don't like, he find a way for them to owe him. Stop <laughs> asking that man for money. <laughs> Stop borrowing money from him. <laughs> Shit. Please. Stop. Rotimi. Well, he's paid him back. <laughs> well, he paid him $100,000 of the $300,000 he owed him. You know why? Because embarrassment is a bitch. It is. <laughs> it's just like, you know, 50 Cent, with, you know, as soon as Rotimi had that number one, he was on there bragging about he had a number one R&B album mm-hmm. in the country. Remember my money. 50 Cent was like, bitch. <laughs> Where's my money? Where the fuck's my money? But, I, and that, that's, and that, Position I could see because it's just like when you loan somebody money and then they on Facebook talking about something. Oh, I just left the mall and got oh, some new shoes. So I can I get, get that. I can get why he did that. Yeah. But um, then today he came, 50 Cent came out. Tony Ayo owes him money. Where's my money? <laughs> Run me my money. Run me my money. 
And it ain't even the fact that 50 Cent don't got it, because 50 Cent got it. He don't even need it back. It's the, it's principle. the principle. It's the principle. <laughs> y'all ain't finna be out here living y'all best life and y'all owe me money. On my dime, no. Right. Yeah, Hell so no. just please stop borrowing he, money. I, I think 50 Cent can go down to history as being one of the people that just like, that like, that he's undefeated. I mean, he gets yeah. everybody. He does. <laughs> he he, he does. just really does. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you've been shot nine times, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, like, you, you have no fear. Right. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's bulletproof pussy right there. Understood. <laughs> Cats have nine lives and so do 50 cents. Hello. <laughs> bulletproof. Um, so, you know, there's a there's a little bit of Real Housewives of Potomac drama between Candace and Ashton. Did y'all see them um, tweets flying? I really want to get into that show, but I just can't. I just can't. I love Real Housewives of Potomac, but I got to catch up. Like, I'm, uh, I, I, episode so behind. I live through you guys. Uh, I just so, don't. So, and Alan um, just, you know, he was into it, too. I was just like, ugh. So Candace's husband, you know, the white guy, yeah, he was on Twitter, and he said, correct, drinking before pregnancy won't harm a baby. This wouldn't even be an issue if Ashley had not made the original comment that she was going to stop drinking. Candace is just calling her out on her, on her bullshit. So Ashley tweets the husband back. And says you have to you have a lot to say tonight. This is the same energy you and your wife need to have when you're cut when you cut the umbilical cord from Miss Dorothy. Whoop! Which uh, you know Miss Dorothy, that's Candace's mom. mom who takes care of them, who pays all the bills and all that stuff or whatever. Right. <laughs> so she say that the dog fuck <laughs> out. So then Candace jumps on um, on Twitter. She says, "Let me tell you something. I'm trying to spare your weak ass tonight, but my hub." isn't who you want. You and your overseer have enough to tend to uh, for you to be sticking that forehead in my business. Be still. (laughs) So Ashley comes back and says, tell your quote-unquote hub not to type my name on Twitter and there won't be any problems. Secondly, we're both married to white men, so take your color complex elsewhere. Stop worrying about my forehead and be more concerned about that dry hay on your head. Let me tell you, <laughs> I will tell you this here. Ashley has been reading since day one. Has. I love Ashley. Has. So then <laughs> Candace comes back <laughs> and says, this is the last time I'm coming down here to your tent. I don't, <laughs> I don't have to ask my white husband for an allowance, nor did I lay on my back to get the lifestyle you so desperately try mm. to hold on to. Ooh. And yes, my natural all-black hair gets dry sometimes. Two cheers to you and your white daddy. Oh, this reunion going to be so damn good. Like, they was just going back and forth. And the thing about it is, is that you are, you, to, to me, a piece of it is like, okay, it's just for the show. But then I'm like, uh, y'all going at it on Twitter. Y'all seeing stuff in the confessionals. Y'all wasn't ready for it, and now you're in your feelings. Yeah. This is, yeah. Th- and that's where but a I lot mean, of, but that's where a lot of the Housewives drama comes from. Right. Social like, media. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because <laughs> Cynthia said it best. She was like, you know, she said she'll put something out on her blog on Twitter and want to come back and say, ooh, girl, I mean to shade you like that girl, whatever. She said, we friends. I mean, if you got something to say, you call me up and say me like that, but don't shade me on Twitter and then want to come back and apologize. And of course, when it's on the, on the come back on the show, it opens up a whole lot of wounds. Right. So, because I mean, you know, they, they filmed that stuff like almost six months ago, yeah, but now right. you got to relive what you all went through to begin with. And you want to stand on and your own two stuff, feet. Because yeah, if you don't stand on your own two feet, people are going to call you ass. And so some of yeah, the stuff you didn't you see. Be, yeah, I was going to say, because the confessions is really what takes it over. Like, okay, we dealt with it in the situation, but then you came back and you read the dog out of me in the confessionals about it. Okay. Got you. Right. Side note, the Real Housewives of Atlanta, two season 12 salaries came out, and Marlo gets more than Eva. 
She does, but she's mm-hmm. been on that longer. But Eva does yeah. have a piece, which is very interesting. But I'm trying to understand how the fuck Nene gets 2.85 million. <laughs> well, she's our, she's she's the she's, she's, housewife. She's the highest paid. She's that she's, she's, that she's girl. the head bitch. She, she's that girl. I mean, I and I will I don't see. This, it. I really think I think Nene the one who should have it is um the countess, and it should be really like Candy Burris because I mean these are the people who actually are no can't now Candy ain't the most interesting one. But Candy but is she second. Come, she she comes with receipts. And she see, she has a lot opinion, of clout in the industry. The show could go on without Nene at this point. I mean, last season, the interest, the most interesting thing about Nene's storyline was for us to, for our heartstrings to be pulled with Greg's struggle. Beyond that, the whole I, season was boring, but it, it not was. that it was. Because mm-hmm. all I, but I was really feel reunion. like that 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 season that uh, Kim Fields came on, it was pretty still pretty good season without Nene. Although she made some appearances, but I mean uh, appearances, appearances. She um, it still was a pretty good season. But now that Portia and Dennis have broke up, uh, yeah, that's um, a mess. <laughs> she's she just a baby mama. She done had the baby. baby well, mama. we know somebody who's trying not to have babies. Miley, hey, I think she's gonna come through on a wrecking ball. She's selling condoms <laughs> <laughs> with her. Album package or whatever, twenty dollars, twenty dollar condoms. Well, damn, the condoms come with, <laughs> come with autographs. I like Miley. That's a little expensive. I mean, um, so does she have the new safe sex campaign or something? I mean, she no, will want to. It's just Miley Cyrus. Just, it's you just never, Miley she, Cyrus. Yeah, you never know what she's she just. Do. You know, I still forget she she's can actually to, sing. She's just trying. To she had so much awareness, other stuff around yeah. who she is. I forget she can actually sing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Speaking of so much shit around them, Dionne Warwick versus Beyonce's icon status. So. I really think it was just a way for her to stay relevant, but we'll, we'll continue. So here's the thing. I un, I get Dionne's point as far as y'all just call anybody icon, but in this particular instance, it's warranted. Regardless of, and I think Dionne equates icon status to tenure in the business and that's not necessarily the case because let's just be real Beyonce has accomplished so much in a short period of time that Mm -hmm. to me based on her accomplishments alone and I'm not talking about awards and all this kind of stuff but records that she's done uh, records that she's broken her, her, her catalog of music her sales and stuff like that she's up there. Now I will say, and it's been twenty okay. plus years. Yeah, it's <laughs> been twenty plus years. Because I was um reading some comments, a lot, and a lot of a lot of people actually agree with Dion, and it was kind of surprising. I was, I like, was wow. very it was a surprised. lot of a lot of people agreed with Dion. They did, and I and I I saw some of it, but then because it, it was just like, okay, yeah, I don't think, you know, I love Beyonce music wise. I don't think icon, but performance wise, and this is what I this is why I. This is my issue right here. People were saying Icon because, you know, they were saying, oh, she can't compare to Whitney's voice. Beyonce can sing her ass off, and she does it in heels, and she does it dancing all across that stage. see, that's my disagreement (laughs) because being an Icon doesn't mean that you're the same type of Icon as somebody else. Prime example, people will say that Cher is an Icon, and Cher ain't nowhere close to being a Whitney Houston singer. Right. Mariah Carey... 
is an icon, but in her own lane. Now, can right. you compare Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston? Yes. Yeah. Can you compare Beyonce and Janet Jackson? Absolutely. You think Janet Jackson is an icon? Yeah. Absolutely. But yes, and, she is. And this is the thing. But that's what you will compare her to. And apples to apples, not apples to pears. And this is the thing here. I it's don't like think when it comes to music, though, I think so many people look at, oh, voice. And there was a lot of people saying the reason why she's not an icon. Somebody said, I, I was reading a comment today. Somebody was just like, you know, the icons of the past. You know, they created, they write, they wrote, they did all this stuff. They said Beyonce is a product of the machine that's behind her. You know, choreographers, writers, songwriters, everything else. You know, she has a whole team. But the artists of the past, they got in the studio, arranged the songs, but did see, all of this. But, see, that, but that's, that's not true. Everything. But that's, that's not but true. That's well, I guess like when you, I mean, I, and Michael Jackson, yeah, definitely wasn't true with Michael. Michael was a performer. He did not but create had, anything. Had, really. If it wasn't for Quincy Jones, where would he be? Right, exactly. I mean, I, the I, I, machine. I, I mean, I'm just saying, him. so it's yeah. the same It's the same thing. Now, now, that portion, when they was trying to compare it to Michael Jackson, there, there's just no comparison to Michael Jackson. Let's just be clear. And I'm going to disagree with I that. But there's no comparison. Nobody has done the things he done. Who has moonwalked? Better than he has. I'm sorry. That made it. That doesn't matter. I mean, I'm just saying, but there's no... Com- that, what I'm saying is, you said it earlier. He didn't invent He's, the moonwalk. He, he didn't he invent did it, but he was in a lane of his own, so nobody really can ever compare to him. Yes, he has sold over 700. He's the top selling artist of all time. Let's right. just be clear. But and he, he does have timeless music. I will say that. His timeless music is music. timeless music. Mm-hmm. Yes. His music so is timeless. In, in certain places, you do have an argument, mm-hmm. but you cannot compare everybody to everybody. I, mm-hmm. I feel like... Anybody who works hard at what they do and are is consistent and they are rewarded for what they do, they are an icon. And this is, yeah. Beyonce definitely, we know that Beyonce wasn't no singer. We know that Beyonce was not the cutest thing. We know that Beyonce cannot act. Well, I didn't say that she wasn't the cutest thing. No, I didn't say that. Now, I know she can't act. Now, I know she can't act. She's gotten better. Mm-hmm. But, the thing, but, I, uh, but back to what you were saying. You can't compare everybody to everybody. There are certain parallels you can't say, okay, well, if we're going to group people, these are this group is, are icons because of this reason. These people are icons because of this reason. Mm-hmm. But to say that Beyonce is not an icon, I feel is not a true statement. For you to call somebody like a... I'm trying to think of somebody. Um, like maybe a Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera is not an icon. Can she sing? Yes. Does she do well for her for in her in her job or whatever? Yes. Well, I consider her an icon. No, I would consider Britney Spears an icon. And I say I wouldn't consider Britney Spears. An icon. I would definitely consider Britney Spears yeah, an icon she, because she, she changed the game a lot. She did. Not, she, and she, she was she ruled pop for. And she's and no one she's done a lot. Yeah. Yes, she has. But to me, being an icon also has staying power. To me, she still sells out. That yeah. staying power Does right she? there. She still sells out. Yes, I'm she still sells out tours. Yeah, she oh, still okay. sells out tours. Them, so them, Britney is still that Vegas residency <laughs> re- residency yeah. You you can get in there. Yeah, because yeah. she has still. that same following since 1999. Right when she came out, yeah. 98. Well, mm-hmm. even true. even for me, she had the same following since then. When yeah, you, so I mean, so that's staying power. So that's so that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. you can't equate being an icon. Now, granted, I think it's measured differently. But people sell and consume music completely different now. Ain't nobody putting stuff on, on vinyl no more. And my thing is, I would and say it's harder to make record sales now than it used to be. Oh yes, yeah, absolutely. And I say icon also is you. You can't say Beyonce isn't an icon because every she is the standard now for young girls coming uh, into the industry. Uh, she is she, the standard. She's the standard for performers in the industry. Period. 
I think she may be the standard for women, and dare I say it, Bruno Mars may be the standard for men and pop. I wouldn't say that. Well, yeah, he's, these he's days, the only one that's doing but, it. Yeah, now these days, yeah. Is I anybody no, else Chris, I would say Chris Brown is an awesome performer, but Chris Brown. Chris Brown could be an icon, but I think the Rihanna thing has and his attitude hurt him. Mm-hmm. But Chris yeah, Chris Brown is a hell of a performer. And see, mm-hmm. they sleeping. Rihanna gonna be, become an icon because Rihanna has now gotten to multiple business ventures. That's gonna get her up there. She's definitely gonna be an icon. Yeah. She, I mean, she's fourteen number ones. Because, because mm-hmm. think about it. Mm-hmm. Being an icon also is not just what you do musically; it's what you do humanitarian, humanitarian, um, and stuff like that. Your contribution to society and things right. like that. So, a lot of that. So, to me, the the other person that I would pair pair um pair Beyonce with is Janet. Janet is an icon. Mm-hmm. Beyonce to me patterns that. To some degree, you know, she's all about to, to, to a certain you know, degree. women empowerment. She's all about, you know, her um, humanitarianism. She's all about, you know, uplifting and doing things and, you know, moving silently. She don't make it a big deal about everything that she's involved in. But, you know, she do. But it's like you said, everything Kim, because like I uh, like the arguments I was saying, like people were saying, you know, oh, Beyonce's music catalog is not iconic. She doesn't have any songs that people are going to remember 50 years from now. But. It's not even about here. that. Performances, you're going to know she was here. Like I said, everybody has their thing. Whitney Houston was an excellent singer. Would I have paid to go see Whitney Houston in concert? No, I wouldn't have. I would. I'm not going to pay, but, but I would pay to see Beyonce. <laughs> but that's only because Beyonce had a voice. I, I, meant, I meant Whitney had a voice, mm-hmm. but I didn't see Whitney as a performer. And name a song she Whitney. Wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> and name a song Whitney Houston wrote. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, name a song. Uh, I think, I think na- name a song. Dion Ward. Well, I think we can compare and contrast all day long. But I think yeah. that the the um, we know that the standard has definitely been made when we look at the Michael Jackson, when we look at the Janets, we look at um, the Celine Dion's. The, the standard mm-hmm. has been made, so mm-hmm. you have to be su- to a certain standard. And to me, I believe that Beyonce is, is to me in my in my mind in my opinion. Uh, I think we have Fantasia that's still holding it up, but she's the last one that's actually singing <laughs> and performing. Because, like we talked about the other week, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of these girls now they're not singing anymore. They're not performing and saying they're standing behind a microphone and trying to do it, and they're not singing live. They're not performing or what have you. Mm-hmm. Rihanna, she always was always was staying on her own because she just have a I don't give a fuck attitude. But her music is incredible. Yeah, and her music is incredible. Like then, somebody but said that she, they said her she's catalog. Not, she's not concerned mm-hmm. about whatever. She'll take whatever or do whatever, you know, whatever. But now. Now, Beyonce has that choice, but it was at one point Beyonce didn't have that choice. She still had to kind of conform, but mm-hmm. I think she will always stand because she's the last one to actually do it in this particular generation. Mm-hmm. You know, because no, ain't nobody singing anymore. You know, and unfortunately, the people that are singing, they don't get as much um, respect and clout because we're not living in that day and era anymore. It's all about the followers on Instagram. It's about the look. It's about uh, how you can make people feel. It's about the sex. It's not about the actual talent anymore. So... You know, I mean, I, I got Dionne Ward's point uh, to the fullest. I get her point. Because like, like I said, Beyonce hasn't really had a major hit since Single Ladies. She hasn't had a major hit song since Single Ladies. And so, I mean, I can get where you say musically she hasn't elevated and you know, at that point. But performance-wise, that's what's kept her name alive. Right. That's what's kept her name alive is getting and on that stage. And touring. like she said, all I need is a mic and a light. What do you need? <laughs> so, iTunes is going away. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, it was right. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense. Um, you know, because um, Apple is now going to their own streaming service like Netflix, so it makes sense that they're probably going to go moving this. This is definitely subscription. Uh, as I was thinking about direction. it, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I did. Um, it's it's going to um definitely be a great platform for artists as well because they have uh, the opportunity to possibly stream their videos and stuff not just on YouTube, but they can do it as independent artists on these type of things as long as you subscribe. So they couldn't do stuff. it before. Uh, yes, you could, but I think with it going to this type of magnitude, mm-hmm. it'll just be a little bit better because people actually can be sitting to their TV as opposed to being on their phone or whatever, uh, using their Apple TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I just feel that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. no. <laughs> Lamar Odom, I haven't seen a book probably get as much attention for a tell-all and the scandal since. Confessions of a Video Vixen. I'm going to put this on that level because if he's going to be telling all of his willing and dealings and his dipping it and doing it since he's been in the league, who knows who's on that list? <laughs> yeah, um, some of the highlights, uh, he confessed to roughly, um, I think, 10,000 women. How yeah. much was it? 10,000. Yeah, 10,000 like 10, um, yeah. of women like that, he, that, he, that he possibly can count, that he actually had an encounter, encounter with. Um, he definitely still wants to get with Khloe Kardashian. He wants to be with her and love her and stuff like that. He did date Taraji P. Henson. And it had to come from him because she wasn't telling nobody. And he also confessed that the um, guy who was uh, his friend on the actual show when he was on the show with Khloe, they were not friends for real, and the guy has since passed away. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm i really open, it, open to reading it. I, I want to actually it see. I mean, audible, I, I, don't read. I really don't care, but I mean, I... I'm just, I just want to see because everybody else talking about it. I want to actually read it. Yeah. Because I just right. found out about him, like, when he came on the Wendy show. Well, of course, I knew him through Chloe, duh. Oh, but I didn't. Him and Taraji used to go to dinner with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Right. Makes sense. Mm. Makes sense. You know, it's, you know, they going, uh, it goes down in that town over there. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of going down in that town over there. So since everybody, since Lamar was telling all, Tasha Smith decided to, re- to reveal who her boo thing is. And it's Omar. From the wire. I just. I didn't look at the wire. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Everyone's favorite homo thug. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually in um, When They See Us also as well. He's also in that. that um, he's in a lot of different. Yeah, movies. he's one of the um, young boys. He showed father. up to the. Um, he you was on the red carpet at the uh, Oscars. Like, you end up, hate, you like, end oh, up okay. hating him in the um, show too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, he's a he's a I think he's a really good. I think they make a good couple actually. They do. I mean, I, she, I, mean, I do. She, she give me that she needs somebody with a little edge. She do. She, she give me that she needs. Well, somebody she's with always on edge. Right, because she she's dated quite a few people in the industry too. Yeah, and she she's admitted to. It. I was like, oh, like I didn't know she dated Michael J. White at one point. And she's who a who plays twin. Marcus. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um, why did I get married and stuff? So yeah, he's mm-hmm. married now, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Know what they're doing? Yes. So on the weekend. On the weekend. Well, this After won't be on five. the. W- this won't be on the weekend. This will be. Um, <laughs> I think coming up this week, but Sephora is shutting down um, all 400 locations of their stores um, one day this week. Um, in response to SZA, um, she had released a tweet um, how and about how she went into a Sephora store and security racially profiled her. Um, and so now 
the response from Sephora is they want to have Starbucks did the same thing I think two years ago when the the black guys mm-hmm. were racially profiled. Mm-hmm. Um, Sephora is going to do the same thing with their employees. You know, have a sensitivity training and just about inclusion and everything. So mm-hmm. I think that's big for them to even want to do that. Bad boy mm-hmm. Meek Mill as well. He went to Vegas in Vegas with the. Um, Cosmopolitan, I Cosmopolitan think. Hotel. Hotel. Yeah, he was supposed to be going uh, either mm-hmm. Venetian, Cosmopolitan, you know about each other. But he was supposed to be going there, and they actually yeah. basically said that he couldn't come. Either right. the people in the inside just said no more rappers or whatever. But the way it came off on the video mm-hmm. is like, mm, yeah, yeah. Wow. And what happened to SZA was that they called security to make sure she wasn't stealing. Oh wow. So yeah, so I, I mean, I can definitely understand why they would want to go ahead and <laughs> do that. I always tell people go to Twitter if you want to complain about a company; they will make it right. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, between Twitter and Facebook, <laughs> I made, I made company, a lot of complaints. Every major company got a social media team, mm-hmm. and their whole objective is to not get drugs. The risk. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pie served me some burned chicken one time. I posted a picture on Twitter. Pie it was in my inbox the next day. <laughs> oh. Mm. Mm. Speaking of mm. in your inbox the next day, <laughs> if it ain't there no more, <laughs> Iggy goes into hiding. You know she can't take y'all. Y'all, y'all social media bullying and everybody got something to say in her comment section. It's been, you've been out for years, girl. You should be used to it. Should be. And she deleted all her social media. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All because you and your fake booty, your fake titties and stuff like that, you know, been leaked. When you take pictures like that, you run at risk. Does. (laughs) So. That's why your face and anything that is recognizable on your body should not be in the same frame. And it was receipts training one on one. Anyway, bye Iggy. Wrong cow. Bye girl. Uh Drake being That's a petty motherfucker. Explain. <laughs> you know, so we all know the NBA finals are going on. Toronto Raptors and um Golden State Warriors are in the finals. So Steph Curry. <laughs> so we all know that Drake is from Canada. So of course he's, he's repping Toronto, Toronto hard. Um, he came to one of the games wearing, because, you know, Steph Curry's father used to play in the NBA, and he used to play for the Raptors. So he came to one of the games sitting on the court with care. his father's basketball jersey oh, wow. when he played for Toronto. Hey. He got in an argument with one of the players. Well, he's gotten a couple of arguments. You know, him and Steph Curry have been going back and forth. He's been making comments. It's just been, and the owners are just like, they're like, Drake, please tone it down. <laughs> like, I ain't being funny, but Drake, you better calm down because, you know, psh, all it takes is Steph Curry to send a prayer up. <laughs> and you have no rapping voice you anymore. you have no rapping voice again. You wake up next morning, horse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, you're going to be on the bottom. Because yeah, Steph got a direct connect. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, him and Steph are good friends, you know, so. If Steph Curry, but he do be doing the most of the basketball. He games. does. He like be the standing like up and, and all that, like mm-hmm. acting like a coach. Go sit your ass down. <laughs> but, that's a, but that's how he be at the games and stuff. Do like Carter be there? Just be sitting there looking in your mirror, looking stupid and stuff. You know, well, you just you just, you just you just sit there. She can't help. I mean, I know she don't know no better, but I mean, I'm just saying. You know, you just <laughs> yeah. See, I'm telling you, it's aggravating. It you, is. You could, you could cause them to get fined. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they get in an argument with you and stuff, and they holding up. They pay, they pay billions of dollars. Because, like, I mean, he was really arguing with one of the players yes. on the court, and people were just like, Would oh you my gosh. Just, just, just sit your ass down. <laughs> but we, this is a billion dollar team. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Drake. Oh, Ugh. Drake, Drake, Drake. We all know Drake likes to be petty, though. He, uh, uh, I mean, he's not on that 50 cent level, but he was, he's going to get there. Mm. Mm. Son Steph Curry, man, look, he got a direct connect with Jesus. Baby, he turned down a Nike contract for his Jesus. That's right. And started making shoes with Under Armour. That's <laughs> right, G. That's right, Steph. You do it. You do it your way. You mm. and your wife. Mm. If only somebody will pay us some attention. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Aish. That's the problem. Uh, they made a I song about you. Another bad creation. Got a song herself. about you. She got to love herself first. <laughs> Stop worrying about everybody else. Uh, so, answer for a friend. Hey, no shit. Uh, <laughs> We got to change that name. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> okay. Hey, no shit. It's Trisha from Boston. Hey, Boston M. <laughs> Maybe she's smart, smart. She's from Boston. So I got a question for you all. She cold. One of my homegirls has accused me of being a sellout because I turn it on and I turn it off, depending on what environment I'm in. I mean, I'm from the ghetto, but that doesn't mean I have to act like it everywhere I go. Right? Right. How should I handle the situation? Should I even entertain it? Should I have a conversation about it? If so, how should I address it? I mean, my friend is your typical ghetto chick, you know, who only does things that hood rich people do, like to think they're grand. Hmm. Um. So I, I think it's a song she's saying. Look song. at you and look at us. All my niggas look rich as fuck. <laughs> um, I can't. I, I think I think she should definitely. She said, "Okay, come with me to this event, and I'm gonna see. I'm gonna allow you to see. She's not what, gonna embarrass me. I'm what? Gonna, what? I, well, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Be judgy as fuck. I'm. I'm just saying. Look. Look at what the results are when this happens, as opposed to look at the results are when this happens. Mm-hmm. You can't be judgy, but. This happens. I get promotions when I do this mm-hmm. because I'm able to adapt. This right here, people don't want to deal with me because I'm not able to adapt. This right here, I go on more dates with nice guys who actually are interested in me. This right here, I only get the guys that got five, six kids, whatever. Ooh. So you you gotta you gotta give the receipts. Mm-hmm. You got. I, I I mean, I feel I feel as well. I mean, because when you able when you able to play the game, you know you win. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying when you able to play the game right, you win. And um, if you don't play the game, I mean, you're you losing either way. Unfortunately, the sad part about it is that your friend feels like you're a sellout because you know how to adapt to your environment. So when, I, when, when someone says turn it on and turn it off, that means that you adapt to your environment. You know, you can't go in there patting your weave and smacking your teeth and wearing your gold fronts when you're in a particular environment because then you shall be judged. Right. You know, which means people are going to, pro- you know, uh, project their opinion or their... Um, limits to what you're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So you adjust. You know, if you got a tattoo on your neck, you know not you can't just go to work with your tattoos showing. You may have to cover up depending on what meeting you got going on and stuff right. like that. You know, knowing how to speak in the environment that you're in and not be like um and so um and like this and you know what I'm saying. You know, you can't do that because people will judge you and put limitations on what they think you can and cannot do. I said so. I think. Having a conversation with her is like, okay, so what makes you think I'm a sellout? So because I don't do this and this and this. And just go down the list of, so because I don't do these things and I do these things, that makes me a sellout. But just because I may be from the ghetto, just because I'm a product of it doesn't mean that that's who I am. Right. Because just like you, I don't operate myself, you know, in that manner. You know what I mean? And I think it's one thing if you're acting a certain way versus you just being. 
right. a certain way. And I think educating her on that, because unfortunately so often people say that about people who are who adapt to their environment. Right. You know, they quote unquote talk white, which what is talking white? I don't understand that. Yeah, Speaking I, I, I never really understood that either. You know what I mean? I just, I just always say proper, proper, proper. Right. You know, you know, so, but, but so then again, you have you to be able to adjust and, and look at the different results that you get. If I'm trying to sell you something and I'm very in, uh, intelligent and I know how to speak well and I articulate well, it's a high possibility you're going to purchase it from me as opposed to me. I mean, as opposed to someone saying, oh, I know, I mean, it's, it's a really good product or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But if I'm telling you about the product, if I'm trying to sell it to you, I'm telling mm-hmm. you how it worked for people, I have receipts and backing up everything, then of course, it's a different response you get. I mean, I think that's all the way around. I mean, I can get a better response out of talking to people as opposed to yelling and cussing them out. Yeah. Period. Because what's always funny to me is, is like when you go somewhere for a service, or a salesman, and they see that you're black, they automatically approach you as if, okay, you black, I'm black, we can talk like this. No, bitch, I'm need you to talk to me like you talk to Mary Sue over there. Right. Can sell me the product, not try and be buddy-buddy with me. You know what I mean? But they do that. Oh, because I want them to do that to me. Hmm? You want them to? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I mean, now, if you're going to give me your discount or you're going to give me the lowdown or something <laughs> like that, you know, which I would expect anybody to do that if you're trying to sell a product and you want to get some commission, your job is to try and get me to buy by any means necessary. Yeah, I mean, and I understand it, but I mean, sometimes when, when we go into places that are not car dealerships, whatever, like when we go to McDonald's, I'll be like, oh, what's up, bro? I like, I don't like that. Because mm-hmm. my thing is, if um, if Sister uh, Kerosene just walked in here. Kerosene? <laughs> yeah, you know, they have crazy names. If Kerosene mm-hmm. walked in here, you're going to say, oh, hey, ma'am, how may I help you? You know, you're going to address her, but don't just address mm-hmm. me because I'm African American with dreads. Pretty much. You know, so, but then again, too, that may be on me as well, you know, but I think I adapt very well, but whatever. What yeah, would so you do? Oh. oh, no, I was just going to say, she's going to have to really just, you're you just going to have to give it to her raw because she's a ghetto chick. You can't, you can't, sometimes you have to, you're going to have to get down to that level. She's not going to understand you saying, oh, I have to do it like this. You're going to have to say, bitch. Oh. oh. Well, what the fuck you want me to do? <laughs> I can't go to work with six inch acrylic nails. <laughs> I'm trying to get you on this level. So Which look like it's not gonna happen. I'm trying to get us um to go party with Rick Ross. What the fuck? <laughs> you know? You you trying to keep us um right here partying with um young cash and shit. Oop. I'm sorry. Oop. <laughs> Oop. <laughs> and you know it happened. It's okay. So tonight I want to change to what would you do to or what would you say? Oh, what would you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, w- I wanted to go back to the um, the uh, when they see us. I mean, what what would you say to your little nephew and your niece or, or a child that you have? What would you say to um, them in, re- in regards to this? If you were to be if you were to be sitting down and just looking at DVD, what what is something that you would say and, and how it actually would be reflective to today's society? Regardless of what you do, your objective is to make it home. And if you find yourself in a situation where you are being pressured to tell to, to say something that's not true, don't. Because the thing about it is that what you say can be held against you in a court of law, point blank in the period. And if if you say something out of fear, you say something out of confusion, you say something out of anything, that can be used against you. Right. Because I'm not going to always be here to help you understand or coach you through the process. Mm. If you ever find yourself in a situation, tell the truth, and if they're not receiving the truth, don't say anything until you get proper representation or I'm there or your parents is there. You know, Do not feel pressured into lying 
just to appease people. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Please be strong willed is the main thing. Yeah. Because what it is is that, you know, they know how to turn a situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know, with the movie you see where they say, you know, they told the father, you know, oh, we know where you work. So mm-hmm. you might want to go in there and make your son confess. Right. Or yeah. You you like that like you like that nice job that you just got. Yeah. So you have to really like you said, representation is the main thing. Mm-hmm. Stand strong in what you believe, what you know is fact. What you know is fact. And always remember, you ha you you have rights. Right. Always remember you have rights. And in regardless this of what they say, there you, you have rights. But it's it's but, so unfortunate uh, because it's like if you don't have the money Mm-hmm. You may not can afford the uh, the, the proper the amount, amount of of representation that right. you need to combat that juggernaut of a mm-hmm. government, you know, attorney and stuff like that. You know what I right. mean? Right. And it's it's sad that it really comes down to that sometimes that you people don't win because they don't have the resources. Mm-hmm. Right. Just know how to con- don't get angry. Stay Just calm. Stay as calm hard as, as it you is, can. But try to stay calm is. and pray. Pray. I definitely concur with everything you guys said. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, an example of that, um, y'all remember the Brenton Butler trial? Y'all remember that? The Brenton know. Butler when he, um, I remember the name. The public defenders in Jacksonville because they couldn't afford an attorney, but they saw the case out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just saying that you know, there still are some good attorneys out there. Mm-hmm. There that, are. That, that 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 will really take a stand mm-hmm. uh, for you. But I think I would tell my child or you know anybody coming up behind me if you're in the same thing. You know, definitely. Concentrate on making it home. You know, you don't always have to fight every battle mm-hmm. because some some battles you know you can't win. Right. You, know, you may not. You may you may win it physically, but they have a different way of, of winning some battles. You know. So. Well, I definitely think that was definitely another one for the books. That was another one for the books. So feel Great free to follow to us on IG at No Sherlock Pod, uh, Facebook at it Should Sherlock. SoundCloud at No Sherlock Pod. And if you have any questions, topics, or answering for our friends, feel free to send us an email at no shit Sherlock Pod at gmail.com. And that's it. So happy hump day. But girlfriend, get your mind on life. <laughs>